you close that? There you go. Is there is there somebody outside? No. Bruce. Or not Bruce, Bash. Oh, that's probably what they're barking at. Probably Bruce. No, it's probably Bashy. Yeah, it's Bashy. Fucking babies. Uh, it'll be a small barking in the background. It shouldn't be disruptive. So, uh, before we get into everything else, Ryan, let's talk about Newsly. I yeah. believe we still have a partnership with them. <laughs> um, I haven't gotten any emails, so yeah, we still have a partnership with them. Um, and Newsly is a news site aggregator where they read the news to you. Um, you can download this app on any iOS or Android app store, or you can go to newsly.me and download the app from there. Um, and they read the news to you. No matter what website you go to for the news, CNN, uh, MSNBC, Fox, uh, Young Turks, no matter where it is. If you have a news article, they will read the news article to you in a nice, calm, even-toned voice. It's a human voice, not Pretty a much. not a robot. Yep. Uh, it won't be like Siri or Alexa. Um, but you can also have uh, Newsly be your one-stop shop for news and your podcasts, including ours, uh, along with other podcasts from over 40 countries, also on the Newsly app as well. Um, but if you want to start a premium membership with Newsly, just start the whole process, and at one point I'll ask you for a promo code or a discount code or some shit like that. Um, and you just put in our promo code, Nerdinian, which is N-E-R-D, the number 1, the letter N, the number 10, and the letter N once more. There we go. Haven't done it in a few uh, months at this point. Um, but if you just put in that code, you get one month on us for free, and then uh, within that 30-day time frame, you make a decision about whether or not you want to keep Newsly. I have Newsly. I use it periodically throughout the week. And it's a fun fucking app. Uh, there are times where I'm just like, need to drive, can't really read a news article, so I'll just uh, pop on Newsly and go from there. It's fucking so intuitive. Uh, once you get used to, or once you use it more often, it'll get more intuitive to what you listen to or read or shit like that. And they'll start recommending uh, news articles for you to read that you wouldn't have thought of uh, previously. Anyway, just go to newsly.me, download the app from there, or the Android uh, iOS store. Uh, use our promo code, uh, Nerdinian, N-E-R-D, the number one, the letter N, the number 10, and the letter N once more, uh, and you'll get one month for free. Anyway. The Sandlot. Uh, anyway, I am Greg Vance. And I'm Ryan Downing. And we are Nerdinian, and those are the birds that you just heard squawking in the background. Uh, and we are two nerds that uh, walk you through a movie, beat by beat, scene by scene, and then just break down the movie uh, for you, uh, as best we can anyway. Uh, there are moments where we forget a scene and remember much later than when the scene actually happened. And be like, oh yeah, remember that? This happened yeah. back then, and <laughs> the payoff is now. Now, yeah. And I have no doubt that'll happen uh, throughout this episode as well. Um, and uh, for the past few weeks, we've been talking about the Star Wars universe. Uh, we've talked about episode one, two, and three. Uh, Solo, Rogue One, and now we are on the beginning of it all. Uh, episode four. Blue Harvest. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, a New Hope. And originally, it, the shooting script was called... Was it for A New Hope? Yeah. I thought it was for Empire Strikes Back was, a new, uh, was Blue Harvest. I'm pretty sure Blue Harvest was this one. Because I know the shooting script for... Or the shooting title for... Uh, Jedi was Revenge of the Jedi. But I thought... I could be wrong. I could be entirely wrong. Anyway, uh, if you haven't checked out How Star Wars Conquered the Universe by Chris Taylor, go and check that out. It has everything you can fucking imagine whenever it comes to how the Star Wars universe started. The title comes from the fake film used to cover the filming of Return of the Jedi. Oh, really? Okay. 
according to fanlore.org. Uh-huh. But Blue Harvest was used. We've at least gotten that part correct. The only reason I ask is because nobody knew what Star Wars was whenever they first shot the first one. Right. So it would make no sense why they would use a fake title for uh, the very first Star Wars, which, which, which was originally just called Star Wars. That's it. There was no a new hope. No, um, wasn't it Star Wars: The Adventures of Luke Starkiller? That was his uh, one of his first drafts. The, That's what the it was early drafts. Uh, in that, you had Luke Skywalker or Luke Starkiller as an old grizzled like Obi Wan type character. There was no Obi Wan. Um, Han Solo was supposed to be played like like a green alien type, mm-hmm. almost Greedo like character. Chewbacca wasn't Chewbacca. If you know uh, Zeb from the Rebels TV series, that's the original design for Chewbacca with the the weird eye, like the green eyes with like the holes in the center, uh, the knees that bend in reverse, the the, mm-hmm. the whole uh, aspect of uh, Zeb from uh, Rebels. I think that's his name, Zeb from Rebels. Um, but yeah, if you want to get an idea of. Uh, what the other aspects of what the original George Lucas screenplays were. Uh, Like I just said, check out How Star Wars Conquered the Universe by Chris Taylor. It goes through all of it. Every permutation of the first Star Wars movie, along with uh, him coming up with the sequel, or the prequel trilogy, and then him eventually selling it to Disney and all that. Um, But if you want to read the original Star Wars uh, I would implore everybody to go and download the actual script. I think it's online, floating somewhere. But you can also, uh, Dark Horse, before uh, Disney took over the Star Wars universe, uh, was in the process, or finished, or in the process. I have the first two issues of in the process of making uh, those the original screenplay for Star Wars into a comic book series. Yes. The brilliant fucking series. It's weird to see all these different characters that you're used to show up, and they're not the way that they're supposed to be looking. Uh, I implore everybody to go check that out. But this movie, A New Hope, which was originally, when it first came out, just Star Wars. Luke Skywalker was just a farm boy until he received a mysterious message from a princess. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. She's beautiful. Star Wars, starring Mark Hamill. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? Harrison Ford. Conversation anyway. Whoa, we're gonna have I think we took a wrong turn. Kerry Fisher. Good luck. Alec Guinness. 20th Century Fox presents the most extraordinary motion picture of all time, Star Wars. Here's where the fun begins. No legendary adventure of the past could be as exciting as this romance of the future. Here they come. May the Force be with you in Star Wars. Yep. Um, and from what I, uh, from the Universal or the How Star Wars Conquered the Universe, everyone passed on this movie. Everyone passed on this fucking movie. Universal passed on this movie. Fucking uh, United Artists passed on this movie. Disney passed on this movie. It wasn't until he got in an office with Alan Ladd uh, of Fox where they're like, hey, maybe there's something here. I mean, George Lucas, he just uh, had the mega hit American Graffiti. Like that movie was incredibly uh, well received by people. Uh, Hell, everyone that was in, grew up in the 50s, 
uh, were now adults whenever that movie came out. So that movie hit hard for people in the 70s. Um, and because of that, he had a lot of fucking like uh, fan favor uh, to make another movie. So he came up with Star Wars. And uh, I think Fox uh, greenlit it for like $8 million. And he had a sweet deal uh, for everything uh, in Star Wars. Like, uh, they made a deal with George Lucas saying that uh, only Fox would uh, uh, produce and distribute uh, the Star Wars movies. Uh, and then George would keep all legal rights to Star Wars and the merchandising rights. The, the characters, the merchandising rights. For himself, which was at that time, everyone's like, oh, who gives a fuck? Now we're all like, yeah, that was a stupid fucking mistake. Yeah, they they picked a whole bouquet of oopsie daisies <laughs> right. there. Um, but back then they just didn't know, uh, and because of that, George Lucas just from the merchandising alone was able to just finance whatever the fuck he wanted to. Uh, we saw. Now I should mention that we watched the special edition ones on Disney Plus. Yes. So. Um, if you, the, the original trilogy is still out there. I have VHSs around here of the original trilogy. Um, still, or the Ridge trilogy. Right. Still wrapped in cellophane. Uh, got them for fucking ever ago. Uh, my, the only copy I've ever watched is the special edition. Yeah. I, I should caveat that. The only copy I have legally paid for (laughs) is the special edition. Now, Ryan, kids. There's an underground market for the original yeah. D-specialized editions that I may have in my possession. <laughs> it's it's fun to watch to see like the old special effects with no like enhancement whatsoever. Right. Just, it it does get dated at times, um, but it is fun to watch. But I really do enjoy the special editions of the Star Wars franchise, and the only reason he made those. A, we should also get on to, George Lucas has always felt that the Star Wars original trilogy was never fully finished. Like, his original vision was never fully finished. That's why part of the reason why we got the original, or the special editions for the original trilogy. It's because he thought he could add stuff that he originally wanted to be in the movie. That's why we get the scene with Jabba in A New Hope. Uh, only the original scene was shot with a human being that right. was supposed because to be Java. It was supposed to be Jabba. Um, and that's why we get that weird wearing, scene of wearing Han. Wearing like a really weird like, fur. Like almost a Wookiee-like. Like chest piece yeah, that like yeah. only came down to his boobs. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we get a, a fairly terrible CGI. Uh, I think they've enhanced it because I remember it being well, much they, worse. They have enhanced it, yes. But... Yeah, originally it was really bad of it was him all like, like jutty. stepping over his tail <laughs> right. and stuff. Uh, but yeah, this time around it looked really smooth. I think they have uh, tweaked it a bit. Uh, they have also tweaked, uh, and I know this from the Chris Taylor book that I've been talking about ad nauseum, is that the uh, Greedo Han uh, shooting. Originally, uh, you had the argument of Han shot first from the original trilogy when it first came out. Uh, and then whenever the special editions came out, uh, Luke had Greedo shoot first. No, the that was the second iteration because he's done three. Yeah, I know. The most recent one is them both shooting at the same time. Yeah. Uh, what but I don't think it was in the special edition. I think it was in the um, like the theatrical release, the mono release, uh-huh. on shoots first. And then there was a second iteration where 
Greedo shot first. Yeah, I thought that was a special the, edition. I thought the special editions is where they both shoot at the same time. Well, I think you're confusing because originally it was Greedo shot first, and then there was a fervor for everyone being like, no, no, no. Han shot first. Well, the whole aspect was brought back up when the special editions Maybe. came out. And then Luke, or not Luke, but Lucas, Lucas. Uh, tweaked it a little bit more where they both fire at the same time because of that fervor and bullshit of everyone saying Han shot first, blah, blah, blah. He decided to split the difference and have them both shoot at the same time. Um, either way, I'm fine with it. It's just a dopey, like, f- literally split second scene that means. Nothing. Well, no, it speaks to his character. But we get more of his character later right. on in the movie. But but what I'm saying is, if, if you shoot first, then you're the bad Quote guy. Quote unquote, yeah, bad guy. So if he shoots first, then he's the bad guy. So he can't be the bad guy because he ends up, you know, being the hero with the heart of gold. Right. But he, it, up until the last scene of the movie, he's a piece of shit because right. he's just in it for the money. So that whole scene of him shooting first, whether or not he did or not, doesn't really matter because he's ultimately in, in it for in the, the money. Long haul, yeah. Uh, until he makes the right decision at the last possible fucking second, when Luke is about to be murdered by his own father. We don't know that. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, he saves the day. Um. Oh, there was another aspect I wanted to talk about of the special edition with the original release. I mean, I can't think of it. Um, but also, uh, whenever the first movie was coming out, like the crawl was laid out a bit different. So Lucas, uh, bombed around with, uh, Brian De Palma, Stanley Kubrick, Francis Ford Coppola, all those directors from like the seventies and eighties that we all fucking love, uh, nowadays. Right. Um, he was with them, Spielberg, obviously. And at one point he was showing his friends like all his movie at one point. And he was coming up with the idea of the crawl and the original crawl, uh, was like really long and convoluted. Like they, I know I keep going back to this, but how star Wars conquered the universe by Chris Taylor goes into this in greater detail about the original crawl was supposed to be and how the little bits of the original crawl is in the crawl that we get in the movie and right. all that. But the little fact what I want to throw at you is that Brian De Palma uh, apparently was the one that actually wrote the original, the one that we see in the movie of yes. the, the three paragraphs of the crawl about what's going on in this universe and all that. So I always found that interesting. Brian De Palma, director in his own right of The Untouchables, actually had his uh, bit of himself in the original Star Wars trilogy. So this movie was written and directed by George Lucas, as I said, uh, starring Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Alec Guinness, Peter Cushing, Anthony Daniels, Kenny Baker, Peter Mayhew, David Prowse, Phil Brown, Shelley Frazier, uh, Alex McCrindle, Eddie Byrne, Dennis Lawson, Don Henderson and James Earl Jones as the voice of Darth Vader. And it starts off like we we're here at this point. We've already talked about the uh, sequel trilogy or the prequel trilogy. We already know how this lays out, but this is the beginning of it all. We hear the of the Star Wars logo on the screen and then we see the crawl. Uh, it says episode four, a new hope. It is a period of civil war. Rebel spaceships striking from a hidden base have won their first victory against the Galactic Empire. During the battle, rebel spies managed to steal secret plans, the Empire's ultimate weapon, the Death Star, an armored space station with enough power to destroy an entire planet. Pursued by the Empire's sinister agents, Princess Leia 
races home aboard her starship, custodian of the stolen plans that can save her people and restore freedom to the galaxy. And that's the whole crux of Rogue One. I mean, we end Rogue One, it immediately starts up with where A New Hope begins. Right. And that's one of the aspects that I find interesting about Cassian Andor series. Um, that we're going to get two seasons of the Cassian Andor series, but it, where it ends is where we first get introduced to Cassian in Rogue One. Okay. So right when he ends at, end of season two, whenever he's supposed to go off to the Rings of Kafreen, that's where it's supposed to end, and we pick up with him in Rogue One, and all that ensues from Rogue One. But this movie starts off with the most iconic scene that people have tried to repeat, how we get it in Spaceballs, of course, um, where we have just a shot of just stars, the space. And then we hear uh, sounds and explosions going off, and then we have something coming over the top, like right corner of the screen, and it's just a long-ass ship. This is what they call the blockade runner, and it's being fired upon by the Empire itself. Uh, green and red lasers firing back and forth as it's just being pursued by the Empire. And the Empire's in like this massive gray triangular shape ship. Um, we cut to inside the ship, and it's jostling. We see a uh, rebel, or are they rebel or Alderanian? I think they're just rebel officers. I, I, yeah, I think they're just rebel. And they're all running through the corridors and stuff with weapons and helmets on, and they're waiting for something to happen uh, as they gear get down on one knee and wait for shit to go down. Uh, chaos is ensuing at this point, and we cut to R2-D2 and C-3PO. They are the first characters we see, uh, main characters that we see in this movie. We hear a few explosions go off, and you hear my dogs barking in the background. We hear a few uh, explosions. Those are the explosions. Yeah, the explosions. This is uh, my dogs barking <laughs> in the background. <laughs> um, C-3PO is like, I don't think the princess will make it out of this this time. Excuse me. And R2 says something. Now, in the original script, I tried to find something online. Because the original idea is that R2 was supposed to have a human voice speak what they call uh -huh. basic in the Star Wars universe. They scrapped that idea and gave him the beeps and boops and whistles that he does in the movies. But the originally... <laughs> right. Originally, I believe, if I remember correctly, they had a... Sh they shot scenes where R2 is speaking like a regular person. So I could not find anything for the life of me. And maybe I'm making this up. But I could have sworn someone said that they, they did shoot lines with R2. And I tried to find out what the lines are. Because apparently, R2 was a prick. Like, not the, not the actor Kenny Baker, but, like, the character Arc 2 was constantly... Because we see some of uh, C-3PO's responses to him, and you can easily throw in a prickish line here and there from uh, right. the little trash can <laughs> that rolls around all over the place. So it's easily could be the case. Uh, but I couldn't find anything about what he actually says, so we just have to infer what he says based on what C-3PO says back to him. Yep. Um, we hear R2 beep back and forth, and then we cut to... Uh, like the main door where all the rebels are pointing their guns towards. We hear the ship docking, being docked into something. We just hear a bunch of like clang, 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 clang. And then we hear a sizzle and smoke on the other side of the door that they're all pointing at. Uh, and then we see, or we see the door explode open and then stormtroopers come pouring out of the hole that just got cut open and they start laying waste to one another. We see stormtroopers drop to the ground. We see rebel officers drop to the ground. And it's just mass chaos down here, Tom. And we see R2-D2 and C-3PO cut across the hallway, not getting hit by anybody as rebel troops run away from stormtroopers and stormtroopers are chasing after rebel troops. Um, we cut to... 
I think it's just a. Uh, I think it's sometime later. Three uh, PO is looking for R two. R two, and he can't find him. And then he sees that him uh, down the hall with Princess Leia. She's bent over, slides something into R two, and then stands back up and then ducks into the shadows. Three uh, PO is like R two, there you are, and R two comes rolling up. Uh, we then cut to uh, the shot of the hallway where all the stormtroopers and rebel troops are now dead. And we see a stormtrooper trying to check out the body of one of his fellow comrades. And then in walks Darth Vader, the baddie of all badasses, walks in. <laughs> the stormtrooper checking the other stormtrooper is like, no, fuck this. And stops right away, dropping his friend and standing to attention as Darth Vader walks by them. Um... We cut to R2 and C-3PO jumping into an escape pod, or R2 telling C-3PO to jump into an escape pod, and 3PO is like, no, I'm not doing this, it's fucking, look how small this is, I can never fit in this, blah, blah, blah. R2 is berating him to get in, he says, fine, uh, but at the last second he gets fired upon, and C-3PO is like, alright, fine, yeah, yeah, let's do this. They jump into the escape pod, they uh, eject out. And we cut to on the uh, Empire starship, and they have guns trained on escape pods that are being fired out from the blockade runner. And they immediately track it, and the whoever's in charge is like, nope, forget it, it must be a malfunction, there's no life forms on board. As it goes careening towards the desert planet. The below. officer goes, you know what, lasers don't really cost anything, fires on it, and the movie's over! <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much. Uh there's also another book I think everybody should check out. <laughs> it's called uh, From a Certain Point of View. And it's uh, like the 40th anniversary of A New Hope. And they do all these small stories of all these small characters within A New Hope. And one of the stories happens to be of the people running that gunship. And they're mm-hmm. trying to argue with the commander saying, hey, maybe we should just, for safety reasons, just fire at it. Yeah. It doesn't cost us anything. Like, what's what's the worst that happens? It's a... Extra $10 for the Empire. I think they can afford it. It's one laser. Right. Um, and then that, that happens in those small stories. So I, along with how, Con- how Star Wars Conquered the Universe, read from a certain point of view. I've also got one out for the Empire. And I think one's going to come out next year for um, Return, Return of the, of the Jedi. Jedi. And it's all these like small stories of all these like little characters that we come across in the Star Wars universe, in the original trilogy, in the Star Wars universe. It's fascinating. Um, we then cut to Darth Vader now hoisting the, the, the commander of the blockade runner saying, Hey, where are the stolen plans? And the commander's like, I don't know about any stolen plans. We're on a diplomatic mission from Alderaan. And Darth Vader's like, no, you're part of the rebel alliance and you're going to fucking tell me Liar, liar, pants on fire. And before he even gets to respond, he ends up choking the rebel commander out or just killing him. Yeah. And Darth Vader gets mad, throws him to the side, and immediately Darth Vader's like, tear the ship apart, I want to find those plans right away, or some shit like that. Everyone storms off. We see that now that the escape pod has crashed on the desert planet of Tatooine below. Um, we see R2 and 3PO both just scurrying away. R- 3PO is bitching the entire time. It's like, I'm getting sand everywhere, this is bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Um, we don't hear R2's end of the conversation, just beep bops and boops. Um, and we cut to, um, the, we see Princess Leia with her gun, uh, in a corridor watching troops say, Hey, uh, set your guns to stun. Lord Vader wants to talk to whoever we find or some shit like that. And they see Princess Leia off in the distance. They're like, Hey, there's one. 
uh, and they fire. She fires at them first. Hits one of them guy. Hits one of the guys, and the guy that dropped, the guy behind him, fires at Princess Leia, hitting her with a stun beam orb thing, uh-huh. like circle, as it hits her. She drops to the ground. Uh, some time later, she's now being escorted by the stormtroopers, and she walks up to uh, Lord Vader and immediately just starts giving him shit. It's like, oh, Lord Vader, only you could be so bold. And he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm part of a diplomatic mission from Alderaan. There are no rebel plans here. What the fuck are you doing? And immediately he's like, you're a liar and a traitor, and you're part of the rebel alliance, and take her away. And then he fucking storms off, and immediately one of his right-hand men is like, uh, if word gets out that we have her, it could seriously... There's going to be some problems. Yes. And Lord Vader's like, no, no, no. No one's going to hear about this. How about this? Send a distress beacon out saying that uh, they need help from the blockade runner. And then report back saying all were destroyed on board. And then right at that same instance, we have another uh, commander of Lord Vader's walk up to him. He's like, look, Vader, there's no plans aboard the ship. But we did uh, get word of a escape pod escaping from the ship, blasting to uh, the planet of Tatooine. But no life forms are on board. And Vader's like, right away, fuck it. The plans are on that Escape pod. When he get down to the planet and figure out where they are. Cut to uh, 3PO and R2-D2. 3PO is still bitching at R2 about them being on this planet and that he's got sand everywhere and his joints are aching, blah, blah, blah. And R- or 3PO is like, you know what? Fuck this. Because uh, they stop and R2 starts to go to the right and 3PO is like, no, no, we need to go this way. And R2-D2 is like, no, I'm going this way. This way. way. And 3PO's like, no, fine. You go that way. I don't want to fucking hear a word from you. I'm done with your bullshit. Go away. And they both separate and part Whatever, ways. bitch. Beep, boop, boo. <laughs> yes. Um, some time later, we cut to uh, 3PO, and he's... There's no sight of R2 anywhere around him. He's lost completely. We see, like, the skeletal uh, remains of a crate dragon near him. Yep. And he's like, I don't... This is all R2's fault. I just know it. And then right at that same instance, he sees a glinting off in the distance. And it looks like a big trapezoid uh, in the dune sea. And he's like, over here, there, there, there's help. Over here. And you he just hear me, him help me. Yeah, uh, over here several times. Cut two. R2 in like some sort of like desert canyon just like whistling with caves all over the place yes uh, all I can think is him going like fuck this is spooky (laughs) I don't like this right Uh, and we see that uh, in some of the caves we see like glowing like orange red eyes Uh, small just small orange red eyes eyes. Uh, just stagnant just looking at whoever's coming through the canyon and then as R2 is about to make his way out of the canyon completely, up pops a Jawa and fires some sort of like static ion blast at R2. He freaks the fuck out. We hear him scream. And then immediately, he falls to the ground. Uh, they start picking up R2. We see that the trapezoid looking thing that 3PO was yelling at is actually this big ass sand crawler that the Jawas operate. We see the Jawas put a restraining bolt on R2 and he gets sucked up into the ship. We see them all enter into the ship and then cut to, I think it's just the the Empire now on the Desert Sea as well. We see dewbacks with stormtroopers on them, mm. just all just canvassing the entire area. They, we see the escape pod that R2 and 3PO were on. We see the tracks that the two of them split away from. And we see one of the stormtroopers pop up into frame. He's like, look, sir, droids. 
and he's got like a piece of like three PO that he picked up out of the sand. Um, and we, they clearly know that they have two directions that they need to go, and we don't see them for a little while um, at all until uh, we see the sand crawler much later, right? With the dead jawless and everything. Um, uh, we cut to inside the sand crawler, and it's some time later. We don't really get an, uh, like a time frame of how everything is yeah, transpired. It's not, it's not exactly known how much time has passed, right? But some time has, right? Um, we see R two wake up. And he is around just uh, trash, like droid trash, like different hunks of metal, different like arms and legs of like uh, a decommissioned droids. Uh, he sees a few of them starting to wake up, and they're all walking around, just meandering in this sand crawler. Uh, we see R two roll for a little bit, and then he bumps right into somebody, and it turns around, and it's C three PO. Um, they both have restraining bolts on them, and everything. And 3PO is very excited to see R2. He's like, R2, it is you, it is you. And then we cut to outside the sand crawler. It comes to a complete stop. Um, we don't see where exactly, but we see we cut to back inside the sand crawler, and all the Jawas are looking at all the different droids and pointing out which ones need to be brought out to be sold and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, they get to R2 and 3PO. We see like the main Jawa point to the two of them. We see another Jawa point uh, the restraining bolt gun at them, and 3PO is like, don't shoot, don't shoot. Uh, cut to... Uh, we see uh, Owen Lars uh, exiting his moisture farm along with his uh, son, for all intents and purposes, Luke Skywalker, coming out as well. And right before they go to all the different droids that the Jawas have presented them, we hear someone yell off in the distance, Luke, Luke. And, Luke. and we see down inside the canyon is uh, Aunt Beru. And she's like, hey, make sure your uncle finds some sort of a droid that speaks bocce. And Luke's like, I don't know if we have much choice, but I'll let him know. Cut to sometime uh, seconds later, and now they are uh, being escorted by the main Jawa, uh, looking at all the droids. And there's droids. There's a R2 un- or R5 unit. looks very similar to R2-D2, only he's red and more boxy. Um, we see other protocol-type droids. We see like a dome-type droid that just looks like a pill bug, mm-hmm. kind of. Um, and he's being escorted, and Jawa's like, hey, do you want this one? Only in Jawanese. I, I have no clue what Jawa speak. Um, Jawanese sounds right. They not speak, basic. They speak... <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, Uncle Owen is like, no, not that one. No, not that one. And then he gets the 3PO. He's like, oh. Or no, he gets the R5. He's like, yeah, we'll take that one. Passes R2 completely, and then gets to uh, 3PO, and immediately starts talking to 3PO. He's like, oh, you must be a protocol and etiquette droid. And 3PO is like, protocol is my base function. And he's like, I have no purpose for a protocol droid. He's like, oh, of course you don't. What I am more specifically tasked with is understanding the binary languages of moisture evaporators or some shit like that. And he's like, do you speak bocce? And 3PO is like, bocce? That's like a second language to me. He's like, all right, shut up. We'll take this one. He gets ushered to look at a few more droids. As uh, he tells Luke, hey, Luke, take this one and the red one and go get them cleaned up. And, and this is where we get the first aspect of the Skywalkers just being whiny little shitbags. But Uncle Owen. I wanted to go to Tashi Station and pick up power converters from my... I know I'm on probation, <laughs> but I'll clean the droids. Can I go to the Tashi Station? I got to lay away on a power converter, but now you're treating me like a scruffy nerve herder. Very much whiny like that. Um, and uh, Uncle Owen's like, you can waste time with your friends. 
later. Why do I still know the Star Wars rap? I haven't listened to it since like 2004 when we were in high school. <laughs> right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nearly Ooh. 20 years later. The Force and Run. Run to Dagobah. Run to Dagobah. I'm Yoda. I'm, I'm a, a soldier. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not there yet. <laughs> That's later. <laughs> right. Um... Uh, so Luke escorts uh, R5 and 3PO away, and we see R2 starting to like, hey, wait a minute, what about me? Because uh, he's used to being with 3PO. With 3PO. And right away, we see one of the Jawas take out a restraining gun and zap him. He stops completely. And now, <laughs> I know I keep fucking bringing it up. There's another small story, and I, I really love the story of uh, from uh, a certain point of view. It's of R5. And R5... He's like, yes, I'm being sold to a family. This is very exciting. And he's like, but I've got a feeling that blue one is on some sort of important mission. And I don't know if I should be doing this. So he sacrifices himself and he blows his own motivator so that way R2 can go with uh, Luke to be clean and everything. I really like that. I don't know why, but in the Star Wars A New Hope, we see that the R5 droid has freaked the fuck out and he's blown his motivator. We see like some sort of device pop out the top of its... Uh, head and Luke right away is like, Uncle Owen, look, this one's got a bad motivator. And immediately Uncle Owen turns to the Jawa and he's like, he's like what, what are you trying to sell? Uh, and the Jawa's like, what? what? I didn't do anything. It wasn't me. <laughs> it, fucking, it just killed itself. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. Maybe we'll have to wait for a book and we'll find out why. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, immediately R2 starts walking, or uh, like rocking back and forth, like really excited. Uh, 3PO is like, you know what? Uh, how about that blue one right there? I've worked with him before. He's quite good. And Luke immediately is like, Uncle Owen, but the, what about that one? And Uncle Owen sees it, and he's like, all right, all right, fine. We'll take that one. He uh, purchases R2-D2. Uh, R2 is allowed to go with uh, 3PO and Luke as the Jawas usher away the Red 5 droid. Um, cut to uh, sometime later, and we see uh, Luke playing with a... I remember the ship whenever I was watching the Obi-Wan series, but it's the same ship that we see in the Kenobi series that... I was going to say Owen. Isn't it a T-16? I think so, but I'm not entirely sure. I'm pretty sure it's a T-16 because it was the one that he ended up... Giving to Luke. Yeah. Um, we see him playing with it. And, and just obviously with the new with the older movies we didn't have any context of what this ship is we just see him like playing with like some sort of model ship and now with the kenobi series we have more context this uh old hermit named ben kenobi gave him this uh toy ship as a kid now he's still playing with it as a young adult because luke is like 19 in this movie yeah um and i felt like i had a burp uh we see 3po being lowered in some sort of like oil, oil bath bath type thing and he's like oh thank the maker my joints are so sore with sand fucking everywhere as he's being lowered in r2 is just off to the side waiting for luke to do something luke is playing with his little uh ship and he slams it down he's like oh biggs is right i'm never getting out of here as he grabs some sort of like uh like metal knife device thing yeah, as he starts some like, sort of tool scraper of some sort as he kneels down in front of r2 and he starts like, just scraping away at different th- like different nooks and crannies on r2 and trying uh, to get the sand out of everywhere yeah he's like hey this r2 unit's got a lot of carbon scoring you guys have seen a lot of battle and 3po is like i don't know possibly with the, with the rebellion and everything and immediately luke is like you know about the rebellion and uh, Luke or three PO is like, yeah, well, that's how we came in your service. If you catch my meaning, and Luke is like, hey, um, 
and he's just really excited. And 3PO is like, look, I can't really help you. I don't know what you want from me. I can't get you in. Yeah. If that's what you're wondering. Um, and then R2, or he's, Luke is working on R2. He's very excited about the idea of him now working on R2, being that he was a rebellion spy. Starts working on him. It's like, oh, something's Something's wedged here. here. And then as he's trying to fucking get it out, he, like, breaks the knife and then falls backwards. Falls on his ass. And And then immediately a projection of Princess Leia is uh, projected onto the floor. And it's just, like, the last, like, bit of the message. It it just says, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You are my only hope. And immediately Luke is enamored with this image of this woman. He has no idea who she is. I've only ever seen Aunt Baru on on this moisture farm. I almost called her an oyster farm. It's not the same thing. <laughs> right. It's on this moisture farm. But this girl's hot. I hope she's not my sister. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's just singing, I'm going to do bad things to you. I want to do bad things to you. <laughs> um, but then he recovers and he's like, who is she? Well, yeah, who is she? And they kind of like, oh, you know, she's... Some sort of leader. I'm not sure who she is. I don't know. I don't know exactly who Three she is. Three people who she, well, knows well, who she is. What do you mean, who, who is she? Yeah. And he, then he's like, they, she said Obi-Wan Kenobi. I wonder if she means old Ben Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. You think? <laughs> huh. That's a fucking head scratcher. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, immediately, R2, he, his response uh, through 3PO is like, hey, I can't. I could play you more of the message if you take off the restraining bolt. Uh, and maybe we can figure out who this person is and go from there. And Luke is like, all right, I, I don't think you're going to be running away from me with your size or anything. You're not going to run away, are you? No. Um, he pops the restraining bolt off, and immediately the image of Princess Leia disappears. And right away, Luke's like, hey, wait a minute. Whoa, where'd you go? You're going to show me more, more. <laughs> yes. And immediately. Don't stop. I'm almost finished. Right. What the hell? And R2 being the brilliant character that he is, he's like, what What image? What are you talking about? And 3PO's like, and he smacks him on this dumb head. And he's like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? That image you were just displaying. And immediately 3PO is like, I don't know what. These astromechs are so unreliable, sir. Uh, I don't know what got into him, but. It, I'm sorry. I can't do anything. Yeah. And uh, we hear Luke being yelled uh, by his aunt. Uh, he hands 3PO the tool that he was just using. He's like, here, you do something with him as he sulks away. And immediately 3PO turns to R2-D2. He's like, look, you just mind your P's and Q's, mister, because uh, he's our new master now. So fucking don't fuck this up for me. This is a quiet life. I want this quiet life. This would be nice. <laughs> yes. Let it be nice. <laughs> yes. And uh, R2 in true R2 fashion is like, Fuck you! I do what I want. <laughs> yes. Uh, we cut to Luke being uh, going into the dining room area, and we see Uncle Owen eating his food as Aunt Brew sits down and starts eating her food. And immediately Luke sits down. And he's like, "You know what? I don't think those droid droids belong to the Jawas." And Uncle Owen's like, "Why do you say that?" And he's like, "Well, the one droid mentioned uh, Ben Kenobi, and I was wondering if he was talking about that old hermit that lives beyond the Dune Sea." And right away we see that. Aunt Baru and Uncle Owen know who the fuck he's talking about. They're both like, fuck. They shoot each other a look, like, God damn it, it's happening. And right away, Uncle Owen's like, I don't know who the fuck that is, but you need to take those droids and get their memories wiped, because this is ridiculous. Those droids are ours now. We paid good money for them. Um, And Luke is like, well, what happens if this Ben Kenobi comes looking for him? 
And Uncle Owen immediately shuts it down. He's like, I don't think that'll happen. He died when your father, right around the same time as your father. And Luke right away is like, he knew my father? And I, not to get sappy or emotional about shit, but that is very that excitement that he has for a split second. It's very, it's uh, so I obviously I've mentioned my past in, in previous episodes about not mm. growing up with a father. So this idea of just somebody knowing some aspect of his father, even if it was just he knew him in passing, was very exciting. So when I watch this as, because I didn't watch these movies until the special editions. I knew of them. I just didn't hadn't had had any interest in them until the special editions came out, and there was all this fervor for Star Wars once again. Um, so I watched the special editions, fell in love with Star Wars ever since then. Um, so whenever he mentions like he somebody knew his father in some aspect, doesn't know wh- how much or how little, or doesn't know, just knew that he knew his father at some point, and this excitement, I was like, this is very spot on just i his, understand yes this. it was very much it, that, i identify with luke skywalker this was the scene that i identified with luke skywalker that's what i was getting at is that he the the, the whole aspect of him not knowing who his father is and longing for just something something uh, something even if it's just a story just something just spoke to me on so many levels anyway we uh uncle owen he's like you know what uh or no no it's luke he's saying hey now with these droids, I figured we stick to our deal that we spoke of a little while ago. You know, uh, I would you know help you set up the droids with what they need to do, and then I would go to the academy this year. Uh, and Uncle Owen's like, "This is when I need you the most." Is that the whenever we start doing the harvest? And Luke is like, "But, but, 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 but," <laughs> essentially is what he's saying. But that's not fair, type bullshit. And Luke or Uncle Owen's like, "Look." Uh, we get these droids set up, and then we buy a few more droids, and we get the harvest really going. Then you can go to the academy. But I really need your help now, Luke, if you could. And then Luke is like, all right. Pushing, pushing it off for a later date. Yes. And Luke is like, fine. Uh, he gets up and starts walking away. We see Aunt Beru saying, hey, where are you going? He's like, I guess nowhere, as he sulks off. <laughs> I guess nowhere. Uh, Aunt Beru says, hey... Owen, you can't keep him here forever. He's too much like his father. And Owen is like, yeah, that's what that scares me. That's <laughs> the problem. That's what I'm afraid of. Uh, cut to some time later, and Luke goes back into the uh, like uh, hut that he was in with the droids to work on them and everything. And it's all dark and everything, and he can't find any of the droids. And he starts looking around, takes out his little restraining bolt device, hits it, and 3PO pops up. He's like, oh, oh, don't hurt me, don't hurt me. He's like, I tried to stop him. And Luke is like, what are you talking about? R2, I tried to stop him from going anywhere. And right away, Luke's like, ah, god damn it. I took the restraining Mother bolt off. Motherfuck! And uh, they go up onto the surface of the ground. And then we see uh, Luke just trying to survey the scene all around him. And immediately, Luke is like, I can't find him. And 3PO is like, what are we going to do? Are we going to go after him now? And Luke's like, no, no, no. There are too many sand people out now. We can't do anything right now. We'll have to do it first thing in the morning. And Luke is like, that droid is gonna get me into so much trouble and 3PO is like oh he excels at that sir <laughs> that's like the one thing he's good at yeah uh cut to uh in the morning and we see uncle owen uh waking up he's yelling for luke he keeps yelling luke 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 and nothing he gets into the main kitchen area where aunt beru is and she's brewing up something and he's like hey have you seen luke and Aunt Beru is like, yeah, he said he'd be taken off this morning. And Uncle Owen is like, did he take the two droids with him? And she's like, yeah, I believe so. He's like, all right, he better be on the North Ridge or there'll be hell to pay uh, as he uh, stomps back up the steps. 
Uh, cut to him on the speeder with R2 or with 3PO saying, "Hey, I think I found him. That must be our little droid there." Uh, and then cut to even later, and they are pulling up behind R2D2 as he tries to wobble away as fast as he can. So he can't really use his uh, his rollers, right? Because it's sand. ground. Yeah, it's sand and gravel and rocks and just like the worst shit. Even though in the prequel trilogy we see him with rocket boosters, but whatever. They 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 park the land speeder close by and they just immediately start running up to R two and immediately R two is like no no don't I need to go see Ben Skywalker in his ben own Kenobi. yeah Ben Kenobi not Ben Skywalker Ben Kenobi Ben Skywalker is someone completely different um, I need to go find Ben Kenobi and three PO is like enough of this Ben Kenobi talk Master Luke is your uh, or Sir Luke or whatever Luke is your master now or whatever the fuck. And Luke is like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. Don't worry about it. We'll find Ben. Uh, and then immediately R2 starts freaking the fuck out. And 3PO uh, clocks it. And Luke is like, what, what's going on? He says, Luke, 3PO says R2 has sensed three creatures just beyond the top ridge up there. And Luke right away is like, it's probably sand people. We see him grab a gun and binoculars. They go up to the top, or at least Luke does. He's like, come on, let's go check it out. And 3PO... It doesn't say anything, but he doesn't move. He's like, and Luke is like, no, come on, come on, come on, let's go check it out. Uh, seconds later, and we see the point of view from the binoculars, and Luke is looking down, and he's like, At immediately, a bantha. He's like, I see two banthas down there, but no sand people. And right when he finishes the sentence, a sand person comes out from behind. <laughs> that is in a few seconds. He sees a sand pe- person come out from behind the bantha, and he's like, oh wait, no, I see one. There he is. Yep, it's definitely sand people. And immediately, right when he finishes that sentence, something gets right into his view and obscures it, and it just starts doing the <laughs> waving his gaffy stick in the air in the whole nine yards, and immediately like whoop pop hits Luke right in the chest. He goes falling backwards. Cut to some time later. Um, as we hear 3PO squeal and fall to the ground. And sometime later, and now the sand people are dragging Luke's body. We see R2 is in like some sort of like nearby cave trying to hide from the sand people. And Luke is unconscious, dropped to the ground, as the sand people start picking away at Luke's land speeder. And uh, right when that happens, we see R2 start to panic, but then at the same instance, we hear something like, off in the distance. Um, and it's just like this big growly, like squealy, almost dragon-esque, uh, supposed, sound. Supposed to be the call of a crate dragon. dragon. Sound coming through the uh, corridor that they're in. And, uh, the sand people immediately freak out and bug out. And, but we cut to who's making the sound, but a lonely man in a robe covered in head to toe. And we see the man approach Luke. Uh, he kneels down, uh, feels like his pulse or something like around his wrist or something like that, realizes he's just knocked out, and then immediately R2 starts freaking out, and uh, Ben Kenobi realizes this, takes his hood off, and we see Alec Guinness as Ben Kenobi, looks at R2, he's like, it's alright little friend, he'll be fine, you just come out here, tell me what's going on. And right when that happens, we see Luke starting to get up, He's like, Ben, oh, Ben Kenobi, oh, God, it's good to see you. Uh, Sand people, he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. I just scared them away, and they're easily frightened, but they will return in greater greater numbers. numbers. So we need to get the fuck out of here as quickly as possible. And uh, right before they do, he's like, Ben asks, hey, why are you out here? And Luke is like, well, this droid, he's looking for a Ben Kenobi. And immediately, 
obviously Kenobi knows who Ben Kenobi is because Luke is like, oh, you know him. He's like, of course I know him. He's me. I am him. Uh, and then he, uh, Obi-Wan, I was going to say Owen. Obi-Wan, it's not Owen. Obi-Wan Kenobi is like, that's me. I'm Ben Kenobi. And Luke is like, well, this droid must be yours. And Obi's like, I don't remember owning any droid, but all right. And then at that same instance, they hear more sand people screaming off in the distance. He's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. They're about to take off completely, but then they're like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, shit. 3PO. He's down on the ground and basically in half at this point with uh, his arm cut off. Yeah. They grab him and or they pick him up and they're like, oh, no, leave me, Luke. There's no point. Oh, and Luke is like, oh, don't talk that way. And then we swipe cut as they lift 3PO up out of frame. It's on the Death Star. Yes. They walk in to interrogate. No, no, no. It's the two of them arguing back. The two um, uh, generals arguing back and forth about what they need to do. Either uh, show their force with the Death Star or try to figure out who's got the plans and try to get the plans before anybody blows up this Death Star. And the one guy is like, no, no. This this, uh, space station is the ultimate power in the galaxy. We need to fucking just... Show our dicks with this because no one's going to be able to stop and us. Just <laughs> you know, whip it out on the table. Present and then everybody will be too scared to try anything. Right. And the one guy's like, when the Imperial Senate hears about this and immediately Mo- Grand Moff Tarkin comes marching in with Darth Vader, he's like, the Imperial Senate is no more. I just got word from the Empire that he's dissolved uh, that council. So any remnants of the Old Republic are now gone. And then immediately the guy's like, well, how will the emperor maintain control? And the guy's like, well, the regional governors will maintain control of their planets. And fear, fear of this battle station and of the power of the empire will keep the local systems in check. And the one guy's like, I don't know if that's going to work. And immediately the guy that's like, yeah, this this battle station is the ultimate power in the galaxy is like, yeah, of course it's going to work. No matter what happens, even if the, the, the stolen supposed plans that they have, it's never going to work. We are the ultimate power in the galaxy. And immediately Darth Vader's like, look, I know everyone's worried about the plans. We'll get the plans. Don't worry about that. The power of the force will make sure that we get those plans. And immediately the guy's like, oh, shut your face, Darth Vader. <laughs> I don't want to hear your shit, motherfucker. And immediately Darth Vader's like, nah, I ain't having this. And he steps up to the guy <laughs> with like his hand out and some shit. And then immediately the guy's like, uh, don't try to scare us with your sorcery ways, Lord Vader. It hasn't uh, prevented you from finding the hidden rebel base or even conjuring up the stolen plans that they have. And then right when he's in the middle of a sentence, you just see him <coughs> starting to choke. And immediately we see Vader's hand come into frame. He's like, I find your lack of faith, faith. disturbing. No, it's I find your lack of faith... Dot, dot, dot. Disturbing. <laughs> yes. Uh, and as he's about... Dramatic to, pauses are important, Gregory. Right. And as he's about to die, we see Grand Moff Tarkin. He's like, Vader, release Enough. him. And he's like, as you wish. He releases him. The guy is gasping for air at this point. And uh, Grand Moff Tarkin's like, look, I, all this bickering is fucking pointless. We have Princess Leia. All we got to do is put the right screws to her and she'll tell us fucking everything we need to fucking know. She's a woman. Of course she's going to fucking break on us. She's not going to be able to stand up to questions. She's a woman. She doesn't have the willpower like us, man. Anyway, cut to uh, sometime later, and Luke is now has fully repaired C-3PO. And the him, uh, R2, and 3PO, along with uh, Obi-Wan, are all just chit-chatting. And Obi-Wan's like, I... 
What does he say to start off the conversation? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I know where he goes eventually, but I'm trying to think of how the conversation starts. All know he, Luke says, all know my father wasn't a spice runner. Or no, my father didn't fight in the Clone Wars. My yeah, father was a spice right. runner. And Obi-Wan's like, no, no, that's what your uncle wants you to believe. Uh, what, what your father was really like was a great pilot and a really good friend, and he was an amazing Jedi. And Luke right away is like, what happened to my father? How did he die? And Obi-Wan's like, look, there's no easy way to tell you this, but uh, uh, a young pupil, pupil of mine named Darth Vader uh, turned to the dark side and killed and destroyed all the Jedi along with your father with him. And, and this is one of the things that I like about the Obi-Wan series. Because that it adds more context. It adds that. more context to that yeah. because obviously right. <laughs> Obi-Wan blamed himself mm. until you see the last episode of the Obi-Wan series where Vader... Basically, Basically gives him an out. Gives him an out and says, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. Yep. Um, which I, this is why I love that everything in the Star Wars universe is connected in some manner. It's the only franchise that I know that does it, except for the Marvel franchise, but even like the comic books and stuff like that aren't connected to it. With Star Wars, novels, comic books, right. graphic everything. novels, everything is connected. And I really like that aspect. And uh, whenever he finishes the story, you're f he's like, your father was a good friend and a great pilot. And I considered him my brother or some shit like that. He's like, which reminds me. He gets up, uh, starts rummaging through a nearby trunk, and he's like, uh, this used to be your father's, but your uncle didn't want me to give it to you because you figured you'd follow Obi-Wan on some damn ideal idealistic crusade. Uh, I mean, immediately Luke is like, what, what? And Obi-Wan hands him a lightsaber. He's like, this is the tool of a Jedi. It is a lightsaber. It's not as clunky or barbaric as, say, a blaster, but it's just as eloquent for a more civilized time. It almost stabs him. <laughs> right. He flicks it on, and we see the blue blade come out and everything. And I think Obi-Wan tries to coax him to come with him. Or no, no. Obi-Wan mentions, like, so why were you out there again? He's like, remember that droid and obi-wan's like oh yeah that's right let's get to this droid i don't remember owning any droid and he pats r2 on the head he's like what message do you have for me because luke mentions like this droid has a message for you i don't know who from and immediately obi-wan's like all right let's see this message and immediately it kicks on and it's the full message and i wrote it down just to remember it and immediately we see princess leia pop up in the hologram she says general kenobi years ago you served my father in the clone wars now he begs you to help him in the struggle against the empire I regret that I am unable to present my father's request to you in person, but my ship has fallen under attack, and I'm afraid my mission to bring you to Alderaan has failed. I have placed information vital to the survival of the Rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. My father will know how to retrieve it. You must see this droid safely delivered to him on Alderaan. This is our most desperate hour. Help me, Obi-Wan. Kenobi, you're my only hope. Message cuts out. And immediately we see Obi-Wan do the classic Obi-Wan, like, chin, like... Oh, uh, the lean back and scratch. Yeah, like, pondering something, like, in deep thought. He's like, you must come to me, come with me to Alderaan. Um, she needs your help, Luke. I need your help. And right away, Luke's like, no, 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 this is not going to fucking fly with my But uncle. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to farm some moisture. <laughs> he, I can't go anywhere. Yeah, water. I'm supposed to farm water is what I'm, I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be... <laughs> wiping this memory's job I'm gonna be in so much trouble already and you want me to fucking leave he's gonna beat me yep uh, and immediately Luke is like I have no idea how I'm gonna explain this he's like look I can get you to Anchorhead 
or Anchorage or Moss Eisley if that's where you need to go, but I can't leave with you. And Obi-Wan, he's a bit like, oh, fine, okay. Uh, cut two. Uh, we see Darth Vader entering Leia's cell with a interrogation droid. Yep. And immediately he's like, all right, Princess Leia, you will now give us the information of your hidden rebel base. As the droid comes in and we see it's got all different like de- uh, devices on Needles it. Needles and shock yes. batons. And- Everything in the world. To- <laughs> it's my text message. Yeah, I used to have the uh, lightsaber um, a power-up sound. Look, uh-huh. And it was starting to give me irritation because of just work and some of the people that work under me. It was starting to bug the crap out of me. So I was like, no, 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 that's Star Wars. I can't have any of that. So I went with the goat scream. goat. <laughs> from, it's in uh, Lo- Thor, Love and Thunder. <laughs> Once you watch it, you'll understand what I'm talking about. It's done brilliantly. But the screaming goat is uh, indicative of all the bullshit I have to deal with. <laughs> that's how I feel. I just want to fucking scream like a screaming goat. Anyway. Or was I? Oh, uh, Leia uh, <laughs> being tortured. Right. And uh, right before they get to her, the, the, the cell door closes. We see an Imperial officer walk uh, away from the uh, cell that she's in. Uh, cut to uh, Luke and... Obi-Wan and R2 and C-3PO are looking at the damage that has been done in front of them. With the Sandcrawler, it's in fucking ruins. It's on fire. We just see Jawa's lifeless bodies all over the fucking place. And immediately, Luke Skywalker's like, who the fuck would do this? It looks this like is, sand people. This is awful, but I've never seen sand people be this violent. Yeah, it, it, this, they've never hit anything this big. And uh, Obi-Wan's like, look, it's meant to look like sand people. He's like, well, they're gaffy sticks, they're tracks here. He's like, yes, but sand people always f- uh, uh, travel in single file to conceal their numbers. And Luke's like, yeah, I guess you're right. And look at these blast uh, marks. Too accurate for sand people. More like Imperial Star Troopers. And immediately Luke is starting to put the pieces together. He's like, well, these are the same Jawas that sold us R2 and 3PO. And he's like, wait, if they followed him here to the Jawas, then they must have followed him back home. And immediately he starts booking it. Obi-Wan's like, doesn't move at all. He's like, no, Luke, don't go. It's too dangerous. We see Luke jump back into his uh, land speeder. We follow Luke on the land speeder all the way to the uh, farm of his aunt and uncle. And immediately he just sees smoke everywhere. From mm-hmm. every like little opening, just smoke billowing out. And immediately he starts yelling for Uncle Owen and Peru. And then shortly after he yells both their names, he sees two smoke-covered bodies. bodies just laying near the main entrance. Just nothing left on them. Just bone at this point. Just eviscerated. It, it's for <laughs> what eventually would become a Disney property. It's pretty fucking weird or fucked up to see. Like the two people that you were just having a conversation with, dead <laughs> And in charred remains where yeah. there's nothing there. But, and we see one of the remains is like, like they struggled as they're being lit on fire because we see them like toppled over some boxes and some shit. Uh-huh. Like it's so fucked up, but it's also like Luke Skywalker's like, oh, now I get to go. <laughs> well, I guess I don't have to farm any water. Uh, Luke immediately sees the bodies and he turns away from it and he has a tear in his eye. And we hear the music swell up like this is his hero moment. Like he needs to go. Uh, this is his calling. Yes, his hero's journey. Um, and we cut to him now traveling back to where Obi-Wan and uh, the droids are. And they've gathered up all the Jawa bodies. And they're 
trying to tidy up this little like fucking massacre that happened and try to, you know, give the Jawas some sort of dignity and they're burning the bodies and everything. We see 3PO toss one of the bodies as Luke walks up to Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan immediately, he's like, there's nothing you could have done. If you were there, the droids would not be in the Empire's hands. They would have killed you too. Yeah. Uh, and then immediately Luke is like, I want to go with you to Alderaan. There's nothing for me here anymore. I want to become a Jedi like my father. He pats Luke on the, the shoulder within- and says, I really hope not. <laughs> yeah. Cut to, I think it's back on the Death Star. And I think she um, resisted torture. Yes. I think that's what they're lamenting about. And then uh, Grand Moff Tarkin's like, bring her to me or some shit like that. And we see Leia being brought to him. No, no, this is later. We just see the scene of her resisting torture. Thus being like this badass character and everything. Because they all were like, no, she'll give up everything once we start torturing her. And she didn't. And Yeah, she didn't. Uh, We then cut back to um, Obi-Wan and Luke... Uh, on the outskirts of Moss Eisley, and he and Obi Wan's like uh, Moss Eisley Spaceport. Yes, Spaceport. Uh, Never will you find such a hive of scum and villainy. Yeah, a wretched hive of scum. A wretched hive of scum and villainy. villainy. Uh, cut to they are now driving through now with the special editions. The original trilogy you didn't have much going on in the Moss Eisley Spaceport, but in the special editions, there's all kinds of shit happening. There's mm-hmm. droids picking up debris. We see one like big bipedal droid like smack another like hovering droid in the head and some shit as they drive on by and everything shit unplugged my headphones my cord from my headphones we see them pull up to uh like a checkpoint where all these stormtroopers are and immediately we see like this worried look on luke's face but obi-wan's like leaning back with his arm out it's fine fucking i'm a (laughs) jedi remember yeah, he's like, uh, let me, the stormtrooper's like, let me see your identification. Immediately, Obi-Wan's like, you don't need to see his identification, as he waves his hand in front of him. And the stormtrooper's like, I don't need to see your identification. Right. Uh, and he's like, uh, how long have you had these droids? And Obi-Wan's like, these are three no- or four droids, or three or four seasons, they're up for sale if you want them. And then immediately, Obi-Wan's like, you, these are not the droids you're looking for. And the stormtrooper repeats, these are not these, the droids These are the droids we're looking for. And he says, move along. You you want us to move along? Move along. Move, move along. along. <laughs> yep. Um, cut to them pulling up to the cantina, and Luke right away is like, "I was sh- for sure thought we were fucked at that instance." And Obi Wan's like, "No, bitch, please. Uh, the, the Force works on the weak willed uh, like no other. <laughs> like you would not believe the shit I had stupid people do all the fucking time. all the time." <laughs> Cut to them uh, with 3PO and R2 walking into the cantina. And we get uh, a wide shot of the cantina. It's just a cavalcade of fucking, like, different species of, like, a fly creature, of, like, a weird snake-like serpent person, of, like, a big bug-eyed creature. Not, like, a bug creature, but, like, a creature with, like, huge, massive eyes. Right. We see, like, the Bith who have, like, pussy lip mouths. (laughs) For lack of a better term, big yeah. bulbous head, pussy lip mouths, <laughs> um, and it's just uh, every twisted little thing that uh, George Lucas and his team could come up with. It's in this cantina scene. We see uh, them walk in. Obi Wan immediately beelines it towards this big woolly creature uh, near the bar. And when Luke is just sauntering in, he's about to walk down the steps, and immediately we see some device like clock the droids. And immediately the bartender's like, hey, we don't serve, we don't their, serve kind. their kind here. 
And he points to the droids, and Luke's like, I'm sorry, what? Your droids. They need to leave. And Luke immediately turns to 3PO. He's like, look, just go wait outside by the speeder. We don't need any trouble. 3PO is like, I fully agree, sir. And we cut to Luke walking up to the and bar. I don't know if it was you that told me or just some of my other um, investigations and stuff. Um, the reason is that the bartender... Uh, lost his family to battle droids in the Clone Wars, and that is why he does not want droids in his establishment. I may have told you because that is one of the stories in the from a certain point of view. Uh-huh. Is we learn about who owns the cantina, and yeah, the reasoning for not liking droids or some shit like that. Um, but yeah, we see Luke walk up to the bar. He pulls on the shirt of the bartender. He's like, "I'll have one of those." The bartender gives him a drink, and as he's just looking around at all the different creatures. Because, yeah, Luke has grown up in this universe, but it's still a bit of a culture shock to see all these Right, creatures. he's been on the moisture farm. Right. Uh, the most he's probably seen is a sand person or two. Jawa and sand people. Yep. Uh, but immediately he starts looking around, and he immediately is uh, accosted by this, this creature with, like, these two tubers coming out from, like, where his nose is, down around his chin. And he just starts, and starts accosting Luke right away. Um, in the Star Wars world, this is Pondababa. His name is Pondababa. And he's usually the sidekick to Dr. Evan, Evazon, Dr. Evazon, I think that's how you pronounce it. And, and immediately, uh, and Evazon has like this weird fucked up nose. Like, like a pig, or a, like, almost like, like a, a mole. Nose. Yeah, like yeah. Like a mole nose, because like it's, it's got little growths on the yeah, outside. And it's a bit scarred from like the side of the nose to like part of the face and shit. And he's it's like, like, it's like a mix between a bat nose. Cause it's kind of got like the ridges and mm-hmm. stuff too of like a bat. Yeah. But then it's got like the little things popping off of it. Like a, <laughs> like a mole, mole nose. nose. Um, and, uh, he walks up to Luke. He's like, look, he doesn't like, he you. doesn't like you. <laughs> he's like, Luke, uh, Luke immediately as uh, Obi-Wan's having a conversation with Chewbacca nearby. Luke is like, all right, I'm fine. I'll Sorry. stay clear of him. And immediately, the, Evan Zaw is like, pulls him around. He's like, I don't, I don't like, like you. you. I've got the death system, or I've got the death warrant in 12 systems. He's like, you be careful, young one, or some shit like that. And immediately, Obi-Wan steps in. He's like, this one isn't worth it. And immediately, uh, we see Evan Zaw push Luke out of the way as he's about to attack Obi-Wan. And immediately, Obi-Wan's like, nah, not today. He whips out his lightsaber. And cuts off his arm. At the same time that Palm Dababa is going to have a gun pointed at Obi-Wan, cuts off Palm Dababa's arm, and then I think Evan Zaw just runs away. Yeah, I think so. And some of the backstory with Evan Zaw is that he's a like an illegal like humanoid experiment experimenter. Like He illegally operates on people to do weird experiments on them and shit. That's why he's wanted in 12 systems, um, if I remember correctly. Like, I think that's part of the Legends lore or some shit right. like that. Um, it, Luke sees this carnage happen. We see like the bloody arm on the ground uh, with the blaster nearby, and we hear the Ponda Baba screaming in pain and everything. Uh, Luke deactivates, or not Luke, but Obi Wan deactivates the lightsaber, or just gives everybody like, "Oh, I'm sorry, uh, my bad." Helps Luke up, asks Luke if he's all right. He's like, Luke is like, "I'm fine, I'm fine." He's like, "Well, Chewbacca here has a first. He's first mate to a pilot that may help us in our predicament." They get ushered over, and he doesn't call him Chewbacca. He calls him Chewbacca. Uh, Alec Guinness is, yeah. pronounces it Chewbacca here. What I don't know why, but it always has stuck with me. They get ushered to Han Solo uh, in a nearby table in the back. 
and we see Chewie sit down. Han, uh, Obi-Wan, and Luke are now all sitting across from one another. And Han's like, I hear you need a ship. And Obi-Wan's like, yeah, um, if it's a fast ship. And Han Solo's like, you never heard of the Millennium Falcon? And Obi-Wan's like, no, should I have? He's like, it made the, par- uh, made the Kessel Run in 12... 12 parsecs. Is it 12 parsecs? Mm-hmm. Then the other number couldn't have been 12. And it was 12 with something. So maybe it's like 10 systems or some shit like that. With yeah. Dr. Evans. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember the exact numbers or anything. Um, And he's like, Obi-Wan's is that fast. He's like, is that fast for you, old man? It's a fast ship. Don't don't worry your little knickers and about it. The the answer to that is no. <laughs> because parsecs is not a measure of time. <laughs> right. It's a measure of distance. distance. Yeah. But it can also be talked about that um, in Solo, you learn more about the Castle, the castle Run, run yeah, yeah. and how long it takes other ships to have to do it, like to go around it and stuff, mm-hmm. that 12 parsecs is the shortest course through Yes. The the storm. So he wasn't actually talking so about seconds. He wasn't talking about time. Time. He was talking about distance. Yep. And being able to to do that in twelve parsecs in that short amount of time is unheard of. It's yes. the only ship that's ever been able to do it. Yep. So that's part of the allure. It would, of it would garner some fame. Yep. Which is why I love some of these like side stories that they do. Like Solo, we wouldn't have right. gotten like... We wouldn't have understood like why whenever he's asking if it's a fast ship, does he talk about a unit of distance? Like, it did it in 12 parsecs. Well, cool. I can walk 12 parsecs. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that doesn't mean shit. I, I'm not fast right. about it, but I could do it. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> um, and immediately Han Solo gives him a number. I think it's like... Uh, 10,000 or some shit like that. It's like 10,000 Republic credits. And immediately Luke is like, 10,000? We can almost purchase our own ship. And Han's like, who's going to fly it, kid? You? He's like, you bet I am. You bet I will. I'm not such a bad pilot myself. And immediately Obi-Wan's like, cool your tits, kid. Just cool your tits. Just calm down. Uh, He's like, look, we can give you 2,000 now and 15 once we get to Alderaan. And Han's like, 17. And he's like, yeah, 17 altogether. He's like, all right, you got yourself a deal, old man. Docking Bay 93. He's like, 93. As uh, as they finish this conversation, we see stormtroopers come into the bar, and we see the bartender pointing towards where Luke and Han are. And Han's like, look, it looks like somebody's admiring your work. And Luke and Han don't say anything. They just stare looking straight at Han as Han is looking at the stormtroopers. Obi-Wan as they come. and Luke. Obi-Wan and Luke Han. are looking at Han, yes. Um, we cut, uh, we stay on Han as, uh, the stormtroopers come around the bar and stop in front of them and Obi-Wan and Luke are gone. Uh, it's just Han and Chewbacca sitting right there at the table. Uh, the stormtroopers look at them and then just saunter away. Right when they're out of earshot, Han is very excited. He's like, 17,000. These people must be really desperate. Um, you get back to the ship, get things squared away. Uh, I need to go do something or some shit like that. I can't remember what he says. You get back to the ship, I'll meet you there here in a few minutes or some shit right. like that. We see Chewbacca run away, or run off, and at the same instance, we see Han get up, but immediately, he's stopped by a Rodian named Greedo with a gun pointed at him. And immediately, the Rodian's like, going somewhere solo? And he's like, oh, on a matter Actually, of... Actually, 
I'm actually going to go see your boss. I was just about to go and talk to your boss. And he's like, all right. Um, he, 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 the long and short of it is like, I don't give a shit what you're about to say because uh, Jabba has a bounty on your head. So Yeah, he's, he's marked you for death. So um, I'm going to fucking kill you. And yes. Um, and Han's like, no, if, if you just let me go explain it to Jabba, we'll get this all squared away. I've got the money coming. Or he, I've got the money, and Greedo's like, all right, then give it to me. He's like, I don't have it with me here. And Why would I bring it here? Right, and as he's having this conversation, we see Han below the table starting to like unclip his gun, just getting it ready so he can whip it out real quick and shoot Greedo. Um, and in the middle of the, uh, as they're having this conversation, we see Han pull the gun out, hold it like down to his side as they're having this conversation. We see Greedo's like, you know what? I'm going to kill you and then take your ship. And Han's like, yeah, over my dead body. And Greedo's like, yeah, that's the idea. That's the idea. And then immediately fires uh, or shots ring out as um, Greedo and well, in this version, in the special edition uh, for Disney Plus, they both shoot at the same right. time. Han dodges out of the way. Greedo gets shot right in the chest and hits the uh, table that he's in front of. Uh, Han gets up, puts his gun back in his holster, walks past the bartender and flips like a uh, Republic credit towards him. He's like, sorry about the... Uh, damage and saunters off uh what is the next scene i think it's them selling the land speeder yeah i think so um and they're like uh, haggling back excuse me haggling back and forth with uh somebody and luke's like fine just give me it give me it he's like look at this this is this is uh, ever since the whatever faster ship came out, I can't remember the exact name of the ship that came out that's much better than his land speeder. He's like, I can't sell these to save my life. And Obi-Wan's like, it's more than enough for what we need it for. Uh, come on. And as they saunter away, we see some spy with like a really weird veiny nose. Mm-hmm. Like almost elephant-like, but it's really veiny like an uncircumcised dick coming off this creature's face. Like, it's really fuck. Like, the first time I ever watched it, I was like, that's a dick. Yeah. I'm seeing a person with a dick on its face. Um, uh, it follows Han and uh, Obi-Wan as in the droids as they make their way towards Docking Bay 93. Cut to Han and Chewbacca are in Docking Bay 93, and we see Jabba the Hutt and all his goons around the Millennium Falcon yelling for Solo. He's like, Solo! Solo! And we see uh, Han walk into frame. He's like, right here, Jabba. And uh, they all turn around, guns on uh, Han Solo. And right away, Han's like, look, if you want to talk to me, then come to me. Don't send one of your goons to come grab me. And Han, uh, Jabba's like, no, 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 you, you read that wrong. I just wanted you to want to have a polite conversation. Just, just you and I, me bookie, or whatever the fuck he calls him. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, Han's like, all right, what do you want? And Jabba's like, look. I'm not a huge fan of you tossing my fucking merchandise out the window at the first hint of trouble. And Han's like, look, it wasn't the first hint of trouble. I was about to be fucking boarded. Knock this shit off. I had no other choice but to fucking ditch the uh, spice or I was going to be fucked and I wouldn't be running for you at fucking all. This is the long and short. This isn't what they say. This is the long and short of what they're fucking talking about. And uh, Han's like, look. Uh, even I get bordered from time to time. And right when he says that, he walks behind Jabba, walks over his tail. We see Jabba squeal in pain. And then as uh, he gets onto the other side of Jabba, this is that scene we were talking about earlier where originally it looked a bit janky. Although nowadays on Disney Plus, it looked really smooth and a lot better. 
And Han Solo is like, look, I've got a job now that'll pay you really well and it'll pay you double what you're asking for. So just give me some time. What I owe you. And I will pay you back. And Jabba's like, all right, you know what? Fine. For you, me bookie, I will do anything. And uh, Han Solo walks away, begins to walk up the steps. He's like, Jabba, you're a beautiful human being and walks away. Now, originally, that was supposed to be a human being playing the Jabba right. character. But I think it works better with the allure of like Han Solo calling this big slug a human being. Just adds to his, like, I, I don't like you. So <laughs> I don't care if I miscategorize you in any right. way whatsoever. Um, uh, what is the next scene? I think it's Leia being... No, because the Alderaan scene happens... Is right before they get there. Yeah. I think it might be them leaving in the Millennium Falcon and the training scene. Yeah, I think it's just them outside the hangar. It's at some point, sometime later, they're outside the hangar, they're approaching Docking Bay 93, we see the long-nosed, penis-faced person uh-huh. walk up behind them, not directly behind them, but some a distance away from them, speak on some device... Uh, as they walk into uh, Bay 93. Uh, they walk in, and immediately Han and Obi-Wan and the two droids see it, and Obi-Wan's like, look at this ship. What a hunk of junk. And Han, right away, he's like... It's Luke, not Obi-Wan. Or, yeah, Luke. Uh, right away, Han's like, you know what? It may not look like much, but it's got it where it counts. So if you can just... We're in a bit of a hurry, so if you just hop right on, and we'll get the show rolling. And they all get on, and we see 3PO say, good day, sir, or some shit like that, as Han passes him. Han, they enter the ship, Han rolls his eyes, and at that same instance, we see a bunch of stormtroopers talking to the guy that was with the long penis nose outside the bay. He points to the Bay 93, and we see all the stormtroopers uh, storm the bay, and immediately he, they, we hear the stormtroopers yell, that's him, blast him. And immediately we have a gunfight going on between stormtroopers and Han Solo. We see a couple guns come out from under inside the Millennium Falcon and just start taking out stormtroopers mm-hmm. left and right. Uh, Han runs up onto the ramp, closes the ramp. He says, Huey, Huey. He says, Chewie, get us out of here as he runs into the cockpit. Um, we cut to outside the hangar and like the main like thoroughfare of where everybody is as we see the uh, Millennium Falcon get up into the air and just blast off into space as they all watch it go away as yep. fire as uh, shots are being fired at the Millennium Falcon. I think it's just uh, them basically they're uh, out in space and they're now being fired at by uh, TIE fighters. He's like, you know what? We'll get out of this fucking issue or the situation real quick once we make the jump to hyperspace. Uh, and we see Han and Chewie just working their magic in the cockpit of Millennium Falcon. They eventually get to the right coordinates that they need for Alderaan. We hear Han say, Chewie, punch it. He does. And bam, we're off into hyperspace. Cut two. Leia being brought in front of Moff Tarkin. Um, and right away, Leia... Mm, yeah. <laughs> and this is why I fucking love Leia. Like, she... I've talked about this before. Uh, she is the archetype for the woman of my dreams. Um, if you look at my wife, she is, uh, like the character of Princess Leia is my wife. This like no nonsense. If you fuck with me, you're really not going to like what happens to you. Mm -hmm. That type of person. That is my wife. Um, but immediately after being tortured by what she would eventually know to become her father, uh, she immediately stands in front of the face of power and she's like, Oh, Governor Tarkin, only you could be so bold. No wonder Vader is on a leash. I knew you were here once I smelled your foul stench on board. And immediately Grand Moff Tarkin's like, charming, nonetheless. 
<laughs> charming. That's what you are. You're charming. <laughs> yes. Um, and Princess Leia is like, you know what? The more you tighten your grip, the more star systems will just sip through your fingers. So whatever, bitch. Um, and uh, Grandma Flarkins, he's like, you know what? Torturing didn't help. No manner of what we've done to you has helped in any way, shape, or form. So what we're going to do is we're going to show you the full power of this battle station. So out this viewing window, and they show the window, is Alderaan. So you're going to tell me where the hidden rebel base is. Or I'm going to blow the fuck out of this planet. And right away, Leia's like, no, 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 we're a peaceful planet. We're, we mean you no harm. There's nothing going on. Don't, don't do this. And Obi-Wan's like, all right. Or not Obi-Wan, but Grandma Tarkin. Tarkin's like, all right. Then tell me where the fucking hidden base is. We see Leia a bit apprehensive to this idea, but then immediately says, Datooine. They're on Datooine. And um, Grandma Tarkin's like, see, Vader, she can be very co- uh, cooperative. cooperative. And uh, we see one of uh, Grandma Tarkin's people come behind him. He's like, you may fire when ready. And immediately Leia's like, what? And Grandma Tarkin's like, oh, no, 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 no. You're, you're way too trusting for any of this. We'll check out Dantooine, but you need to be made an example of. So say bye-bye. <laughs> say Say hasta la vista, because <laughs> yeah. your planet is being terminated. And immediately Leia's like, no, and uh, Vader grabs her by the arms and everything, and she's forced to watch her people, her culture. And then you see... Everything the, she's ever known, watched to be destroyed in front of her. The control room of the laser. And yep. the, we see all the points like fire up and sink up into one, and we see it fire out of the Death Star, hit the planet of Alderaan. Alderaan explodes. Blows it to... Fucking smithereens. And Princess Leia's watching it the entire fucking time. Um, we cut two on the Millennium Falcon. They're in hyperspace. They're just cruising along, waiting to get to their destination. And we see uh, Luke is being trained by Obi-Wan with a remote droid and the lightsaber. And yep. immediately, as Obi-Wan's watching him, he stend- or starts to get weak need. And he's about to fall down. And right away, Luke's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, Luke takes off the uh, helmet. No, thing. he has the helmet after this. Oh, is it after this? Yeah, yeah, because he's like, no, we need to get back to your training. Just go. Oh. go. And he hands him the helmet. And he's like, try it on with this. That's right. Um, and so, yeah, Obi-Wan's but, about to fall over, and immediately he starts grabbing onto a chair. Obi-Wan sits. And he's like, Luke, what? Or Luke says, what's wrong, Obi-Wan? And Obi-Wan's like, I don't, I don't know. I just felt something so distressing, like a million like voices. Like a million voices silently snuffed out. Yes, and he's, he, we see him like in like, Great turmoil, like, great, like, fucking anguish on his face. I don't know what the hell that was. Uh, He tells Luke, get back to your training, get back to your training. He's like, only this time, let's try it on with this helmet. And it's uh, just a regular, like, uh, rebellion helmet, like a fighter pilot helmet with, like, a shield guard over the eyes. So he can't see a fucking thing. And Luke says as much. He's like, "I with the blast guard down, I can't see a thing. And he's like, well, you need to feel more than just the lightsaber in your hand and the droid hovering around you. Search your feelings. Feel out with the force. Uh, he stands there on guard, ready to parry. We see Han Solo sit in his chair. He's like, uh, we'll be there in about five minutes. And nobody says anything, and he's like, well, nobody thank me all at once. Um, we see Han uh, look at uh, 3PO, R2, and Chewbacca all playing a game of, I wrote it down, uh, Uh It's like a weird futuristic version of chess, but with like little mini creatures and shit. It's like a hollow game of chess. And uh, we see Chewbacca being bested by the uh, R2 unit, and immediately Chewbacca's losing his shit. He's like, whoa, or C-3PO's like, whoa, 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 you don't, you just cool your tits. 
Chewbacca. Like, uh, I'm winning this game. Like, it's just a game called. No down. one's cheating. We're playing fair and square. And Han Solo's like, look, you don't want to piss off a Wookiee when it comes to playing. I don't even think he says playing anything specific. He's like, you don't want to piss off a Wookiee. He's like, well, 3PO says to Han, he's like, well, sir, nobody worries about pissing off a droid. And Han's like, well, That's because droids, droids aren't don't known. rip your arms out of sockets. <laughs> yeah, droids aren't known to rip your arms out of sockets. Wookies are, and we see Han or we see Chewbacca like rest his hands behind his head, like, yeah, I'll rip motherfuckers' arms off. We see that later on in other movies, but yes, he does rip off motherfucking arms. Um, we see Han watching Luke and Obi Wan. Obi Wan's trying to tell him, reach out, feel with the Force, as Han gets hit in the hip with one of the remote droids' blaster bolts. Uh, Han laughs a bit, and then Luke gets hit in the Luke gets hit in the like hip area. Yeah. Han uh, chuckles a bit as Obi Wan tells him again, "Just calm yourself and feel with the Force." And then whenever he does it this time, he deflects three bolts after another. Bam, 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 bam. And uh, immediately Luke takes off the helmet. He's like, "Yeah, that's amazing." And Han Solo is like, "Beginner's luck." And Obi Wan's like. There's in my uh, take, there is no such thing as beginner's luck. And Obi or Han's like, look, or Luke says, you don't believe in anything, do you? And Han's like, look, I've been across this galaxy more times than I can count. I've seen all different types of race, creeds, and religions, but there being an all-powerful force that combines and binds us and penetrates us all, I've never seen it in my line of work. So I don't know what the fuck right. you're talking about. We see Obi-Wan just smirk. Like, yeah, he's seen, he's seen people like Han Solo before. Like the people that don't know what they're talking about, but kind of do know what they're talking about, but need some sort of like tangible proof right. before they'll actually believe. Um, uh, we cut to, or no, we don't cut to, we hear an alarm beep uh, rapidly. And Han's like, oh, looks like we're here. Uh, they get all of them go back to the cockpit. They come out of hyperspace and there's, Nothing there. It's just debris, chunks of rock, just nothing there. And Han says as much. He's like, we're here where Alderaan should be, but there's no Alderaan. And Luke's like, well, maybe your computer's wrong. He's like, no, the computer's not wrong. The computer's never wrong, motherfucker. Cut to Solo. It's actually an actual droid with, like, the best navigational charts in the galaxy. Um, And Han's like, I don't know what just happened, but Alderaan should be here, and it's not. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. And in the process of them trying to figure everything out... They get on the radar that a lone TIE fighter is about to pass them. And immediately, Han's like, no, no, that guy ain't going anywhere. They're going to tell uh, their bosses where they found us and that we're going to have a whole mess of shit. And Obi-Wan's like, look, he's out here on his own. There's no way in hell he got here on his own by himself. They're out there. We need to just ignore this TIE fighter and get the fuck out of here. And Han's like, no. Oh, we're about to catch up to him. I'll blast him out of the sky. He's not going anywhere. No big deal. Uh, they start trailing the TIE fighter, and uh, right when that happens, we see Obi-Wan see something off into the distance. And Obi-Wan's like, I think it might be a a moon? And Obi-Wan's like, no. no. it's Luke. I think Luke sees it. Oh, yeah, he's going to that small moon. And immediately, Han Solo is like, that's no, no moon. moon. And that's then Obi-Wan, no, Obi-Wan, not Han. Yeah. Obi-Wan that is no looks moon. at it, and then he realizes what it is. That He's is like, the space station. Yep, that's no moon, that's the space station. And then Han says, well, there's no space station out there that can be big enough like that. He looks at Obi-Wan incredulously, and then turns back to the uh, viewport of the cockpit, 
and they're getting closer, and he realizes, oh, shit, that is a space station. And before they can even turn away, we see Han is like, all right, oh, Chewie, we need to hit the reverse thrusters. And before they're even able to, we hear the uh, ship, and we see the ship rattle. And uh, they try to get away, and immediately they can't. And Luke's like, wait, why aren't we doing anything? He's like, we can't, kid. We're caught in this tractor beam. We, we're being pulled in. And Luke's like, oh, shit, what the fuck are we going to do? He's like, Han doesn't know what the hell he's going to do. And then uh, Obi-Wan's like, look, there are other alternatives than fighting our way out of here. And then we cut to the ship being brought into the space station. It's a big, long pan, uh, uh, tracking shot of just this small Millennium Falcon in, like, this deep sea of, like, trenches for the Death Star as right. they're being brought into, like, the main bay area. Uh, we see a bunch of stormtroopers coming out to uh, surround the Millennium Falcon as it lands right in front of them. Um, cut to the the landing pad being brought, or not the landing pad, but the ramp for the Millennium Falcon being brought down as Darth Vader comes into frame and he's like, look, I need you to search this ship. It's got uh, remnants of uh, a ship that left the spaceport on Tatooine. We need to figure out who's on the ship or whose ship this was and then go from there. Um, we see a few troopers go up the ramp with like some sort of like equipment or some shit like that. Mm. We hear a scuffle happening up uh, into the ship in some, or uh, like in the bowels of the ship. And we're not sure with who or how or what's going on. We just stay on the outside of the ship as yeah. they go up and we hear just this scuffling happening. Um, we hear Han yell out, hey, can you help us up here? We need some uh, help with this equipment. And we see two more stormtroopers come up the ramp, and we hear more scuffling. Cut to inside, like, the control area near uh, the hangar that the Millennium Falcon is. In, we hear one of the commanders, TK-421, why aren't you at your post? TK-421, respond. Uh, we see a stormtrooper come out, knocks its helmet, and he's, like, waves, like, an acknowledgement to them. He gets, looks at the other people in this, like, weird command room. He's like, oh, I think we have a comm unit down. I'm going to go uh, down there and check it out. He tells the guys to stay here as he goes into the goes to the door to open it. And right when he opens it, bam, there's Chewbacca with uh, Han Solo, Obi-Wan, and the droids right in front of him just knocking the shit out of everybody. They take out everybody, throw them into a nearby closet, lock the door. Um, Luke comes into the main command unit that they're in and takes off his helmet. He's like, you know, with all their screaming and blaster firing, it's no wonder the entire station doesn't know we were fucking here. And Han's like, oh, bring it on. I prefer, I prefer a fair fight than all this sneaking around. Um, we see R2 dock into one of like the uh, main ports to like start getting information mm -hmm. about how they can get off of this station. Because they don't know anything other than they need to get out of here as quickly as possible. Right. Um, they see up the plans, and uh, Obi-Wan comes up with the idea of uh, uh, turning off the tractor beam long enough for them to get the fuck out of there. And so Obi-Wan's like, look, I'll go deal with that. You guys stay here, and we'll figure something out once I get the tractor beam down. Uh, Obi-Wan saunters off, and Luke is like, I don't, I don't, want, you, I don't want you to leave me. I, I want to learn from you. Right. Obi-Wan's like, look, look, don't worry about anything. Just trust in the Force. I'll be right back. He saunters off. He says, may the Force be with you, as he completely takes off and closes the door behind them. And we hear Chewbacca start saying something, and Han's like, yo, you said it, Chewie. Where did you dig up that old fossil? And Luke right away is like, uh, Obi-Wan is a great man. And Han's like, yeah, great at getting us into trouble. Um, and right when that conversation ends, we hear R2 
like starting to freak out, like just uh-huh. beep bops and boops all over the fucking place. As three uh, PO, he's like, I, he found her, he found her, and Luke's like, found who? What are you talking about? And he's like, R two. He says he found her, and Luke's like, who are you talking about? I don't know what the fuck that the means. The princess. And Luke right away is like, the princess. She's here. And C-3PO says, yeah, in the detention area. And she's marked for execution. And Obi- or Luke is like, oh, shit, we got to do something. We got to save her. And Han's like, what are you talking about? Save who? And Luke is like, well, the, the princess, the, the woman that uh, owns the R2 unit, the woman that uh, asked for Kenobi to come to Alderaan. She's here. She's kidnapped. We need to go rescue her. And Han's like, no, we fucking don't. Fuck her. What do we need her for? Like, this is fucking insane. I'm not doing this. I'm not risking my neck. And Luke is like, look, you just said you just wanted a fair fight compared to all the sneaking around. And Han's like, yeah, anything but this. This is, this is suicide. Us to go rescue one person? That's insane. And Han or Luke. <laughs> and Luke's like, you know, she is a princess. So she's got a lot of money. And Han's like, money, you say? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, and Luke is like, yeah, if you rescue your, her, your reward would be... Uh, uh, to, and Han's like, yes. Well, more than you can imagine. Han's like, well, I don't know, I can ima- I got a pretty good imagination. Yeah, I can imagine a lot. Um, and Han's like, all right, we'll help you. And Luke looks around for some things and then grabs the nearby cuffs. He's like, all right, how about this? And he approaches Chewbacca with the cuffs. And Chewbacca's having none of it. Yep. Freaks the fuck out. And immediately Luke is like, all right, Han, you do this. He's like, don't worry, Chewbacca. I think I know what he's doing. He puts the cuffs onto Chewbacca. Cut two. And we see Obi-Wan like snaking his way through all the different corridors and stuff. Sneaking uh, around all sneaky like. Yep, uh, distracting uh, stormtroopers with like different sounds off at the other end of the uh, hallway, so that way they don't look towards him, so that way he can sneak off somewhere. Cut to Han, Luke, and Chewbacca. Chewbacca's being escorted by Han and Luke in full stormtrooper garb. Um, they get to a, an elevator. They walk in. We see one of the. We see all three of them enter the elevator, and then we see someone else trying to enter the elevator with them, and then we see Han. Like, point to, no, no, we got him in here. No, you don't want to. He doesn't say as much. He just points to the Chewbacca, points to him, points we, to them. We also then, get them walking down the hallway, and one of those little mouse bots yeah, yeah. Like, rolls up. Mouse droid rolls up to them, squeaks, and then Chewbacca, like, roars. Growls. And it, uh, never mind, and off it fucks. <laughs> right. Uh, they get down to the main detention area where uh, Princess Leia is, and they enter into, like, the main, like, processing area where all the other... Uh, like stormtrooper officer, or not stormtrooper, but Empire officers and a few stormtroopers are. And immediately the main guy is like, where are you taking this thing? And he's like, uh, prison transfer from cell block 11138. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm going to need to get some clearance for this. Hold on. And Which, to anybody who doesn't know, one of Lucas's first projects he ever worked on was THX mm-hmm. 1138. Yeah. That's why that reference is in there. Yeah. Um. Uh, right when he says uh, we need to get clearance for it, uh, immediately Chewbacca, th- th- their whole like pantomime, like oh no, he's escaped uh, scenario. He immediately grabs Han's gun, 
uh, the cuffs break off his arms and he immediately starts firing at different people. We hear Han and Luke say, oh no, he's breaking out. Like they're oh, all so shocked. Surprised. Yes. Uh, and then just mass chaos happens down here, Tom. Um, <laughs> they uh, just start taking out motherfuckers left and right. And then we see Chewbacca just starting to take out like cameras all over the place. If it's in the wall, he starts shooting at it. If it's dangling from the ceiling, he's taking everything out. Yep. Uh, this lasts for about a minute or two. And then uh, everybody that uh, works for the Empire is down on the ground as uh, an alarm blares in the main cell block area. And Han goes around, pulls the body off, and he starts looking up the cell number. And I can't remember the cell number for Leia. Yeah, I don't remember what it is. Uh, Han yells it to Luke as he's going down the corridor looking for the different cells. Um, as that same instance, we hear somebody, uh, alarm, like trying to get the, whoever is in the detention center, trying to get their attention. And Han's like, oh no, just, uh, we're fine here. Everything's fine. Uh, Everything's just, fine down here now. Just a slight weapons malfunction. How are you? How are you? <laughs> He's like, what, what are you talking about? Weapons malfunction. He's like, oh no, it's just... No, no big deal. And he's like, all right, we're going to send a team down to help you. He's like, no, 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 don't do that. We have a small reactor leak, uh, uh, really bad, really nasty stuff. And he's like, what is your clearance number? He's like, oh, shit. And he just takes his blaster, fires it at the console. He's like, shit, that was a boring conversation anyway. He's like, Luke, we're about to have trouble. As Luke is still going towards the different cells to try to figure out the right one. He gets to the right one, opens it up, walks in, sees Princess Leia just sleeping. And immediately is like, uh, Ding! Yeah, uh, Leia turns over, sees him, and immediately starts giving. Aren't a storm- you a little short for a stormtrooper? <laughs> Without knowing, it just automatically assumes he's a stormtrooper. Starts giving this stormtrooper shit. Without knowing any context of who he is, just immediately gives him shit. Aren't you a little short for being a stormtrooper? And Luke is like, huh? Oh yeah, the uniform. Takes off the helmet. He's like, I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to I'm rescue. I'm here to you. rescue you. And Leia's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm with Ben Kenobi. And she's like, Ben Kenobi? Yeah, he's here with me. We've got your droids. We need to get the fuck out of here. We're trying to rescue you. And immediately she storms out of the cell with Luke. But everything is fucking erupted into chaos at this point. Because Han is running down the hallway towards where they are in their cell, in the Leia cell, as more stormtroopers have cut their way into like the main corridor and it's just laying waste to anybody that they can. They don't hit anybody, but they're trying their best. Right. Um, they're stormtroopers after all. Right. Uh, we then cut to uh, Grand Moff Tarkin in like his main meeting area where he was with all those generals and shit. And uh, Darth Vader is saying because we see a small scene as Obi Wan snaking his way, like Obi or Darth Vader gets a sense of something. He says, "I sense I feel, something. I feel a presence in the Force. Uh, something I've not something felt. I've not felt for a long time. Right." Uh, and then we cut to this scene with Grand Moff Tarkin and uh, Vader, and Grand Moff Tarkin's like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, I thought he's dead. And Vader's like, no, he's here now, and I don't know what he's doing here, but he's here, and I need to do something about it. And then right when that happens, we hear a beep on the nearby comm. Grand Moff hits it, and he's like, uh, yeah, we got a disturbance and the detention level, and Moff, the Grand Moff Tarkin's like, y- the princess? Leia? And right away, Vader's like, Obi-Wan is here, and he's here to rescue and get Leia off the ship. Uh, he's like, I'm going to do something about this. And then Grand Moff Tarkin's like, all right, if that's the case, then we need to make sure they don't fucking leave the ship. Go. We see uh, Vader uh, stomp off, uh, cut to them, back in the main corridor where all the cells are, and they're trapped. Yep. 
we see oh, we should also mention that C3PO and R2 were left in that main command yes. unit just just two random droids apparently this happens on the space station just two random droids that can just saunter wherever um unassuming nondescript droids so they can just go wherever the fuck they want um we see Han, uh, Leia or not Han or Leia but we see Luke get uh contact uh 3PO He's like, 3PO, is there any other way out of here? And 3PO's like, look, no. The only way in or out of that detention area is through the main area you were just at. So I don't know what the fuck you're going to do. And Luke tells everybody, like, no, we're trapped here. And Leia immediately starts giving Han shit. She's like, oh, what a great plan. You got us in here, but now you can't get us out. What the fuck are we going to do? He's like, maybe you like it back in your cell, your highness. And she just scowls at him as he scowls at her. She grabs his gun, and he's like, wait, well, what are you doing? And immediately fires a hole into a nearby grate that goes down into the garbage chute. And she's like, I'm getting us the fuck out of here. What do you think I'm doing? She fires the round into it, opens up a hole. She's like, into the garbage chute, flyboy. She jumps in. Um, then uh, Chewbacca starts to get in. And he's a bit apprehensive of the idea. And we see it's, Han kick him in the ass. It stinks down there. <laughs> he's like, Han's like, I don't care what you smell. Just get in there. Kicks him in. He goes sliding down. Before Luke jumps in, he, uh, Han says, great girl, I'm starting to love her. I don't know if I should, you know, shoot her or fucking just kiss her. I don't know. And then uh, Han tells Luke, jump in, kid. Uh, Luke does. And then uh, Han jumps in, but we also hear him go, woo like fucking goofy as he slides down. Um, and we see Han land in the chunk of debris. And he's like, oh, this is such a brilliant idea. As Leia's just scowling at him as they're all just in this just Trash. sewer pit. And he's like, what a lovely smell you found, your highness. Um, as they're making, they're trying to figure out a way out of this. Um, they're like, oh, I hope the Empire doesn't realize that we're down here. And then right when that happens, we hear creaking and like clanging happening on the other side of the walls. And the walls slowly start to come in on them. We see 3PO and uh, R2 uh, saunter off to uh, a nearby area where the hangar is. And he's asking, R 3PO is asking R2, he's like, where are they? I can't find them. We haven't heard anything from them. Where are they? And 3PO, or R2 is trying to find them at some sort of, uh, he's in sort of, he's in another like uh, droid Menu port. Of, yeah. Like looking for them. Like any idea of where they may be. And then uh, as the walls get tighter and tighter, or no, no, before the walls come in, forgot about the little, like, snake thing that pulls Luke under. Yeah. So as they're trying to figure out a way, before the walls come in on them, Luke senses something is in there with them. And Han's like, no, that's just your imagination, kid. There's nothing here. And then Luke is like, you no, see? see? Like a little eye stalk. Yeah, pop up and pop look up, around. look around, and then drop back down. And we see it snake past Luke's feet. And Luke's like, see, th there, you see it? And Han's like, see what? And then immediately, right when that happens, we see Luke get pulled under the water. And they're all panicking at this point. Han, Luke, Leo, Chewbacca, trying to figure out where Luke is at this point. And uh, they can't find him, can't find him. And then they hear the loud clanking, clank, clank. And then Luke pops up out of the water. And Luke's like, oh, did you see him? Did you kill him? And Han's like, no, I didn't see anything. It's like, why do you let it you go? Just let me go. I don't know why. Uh, Luke's like, I don't know why. And then, uh, right at that same instance, then the walls come in on them. And they're, they're, they're as uh, 3PO and R2 are trying to find out where they are, we see them uh, trying to fight against the walls coming in on them. They try to take, like, big pieces of debris to 
like stop it and like pin it against the two walls, but it's just bending as the walls right. come in closer and closer. Um, and then R2, uh, I'm assuming, uh, tells 3PO, he's like, why don't you try to get him on the comm? And 3PO's like, oh, oh no, I forgot about that. And he has the comm in his hand, the idiot droid. He starts speaking, and he's like, Master Luke, do you hear me? Master uh, Luke, do you hear me? Uh, we see Luke with the comm in his hand, uh, just trying to fight against it, because it's nearly about to crush all four of them at this point. And then Luke hears uh, 3PO come in over the comm, and he's like, 3PO! Where could he be? Because yes. he keeps talking into it. Yeah, he grabs, 3PO grabs the comm and then walks off as he tells the stormtroopers, hey, uh, my R2 unit's a bit frazzled from all the excitement. Can I take him? And then they let him go. I just skipped over that because it's just yeah. insignificant. And then at the last second, uh, Luke is screaming into the comm unit. He's like, uh, shut down all the trash compactors and on the, well, deten- the detention level. Detention level. And uh, 3PO is like, shut down where? On the detention level. And 3PO is very excited. He's like, no, no, shut them down. Shut them all down. Shut them down. And then right at the last second, as everybody's about to be crushed by this thing, it stops. And they're all screaming for ch- uh, joy. Ah! 3PO misconceives it as them all screaming from pain. Oh, they're all dead. It's all my fault. And then uh, it comes through that Luke says, all right, 3PO, you did it. And then he's like, oh, shit, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> Yay for me. Uh, cut to Obi-Wan now at the main unit where the tractor beam ha- uh, control unit is. He is snaking his way around it because it's like a very like small ledge that he can walk on. Yep. If, it, if he moves at all, he'll fall right down into like the bowels Chasm. of the Death Star or whatever the fuck. Um, and he's turning uh, levers, pulling them down, twisting them, just making it. You hear the. Yeah, yeah. Just weaker. Of everything powering down. Yep. Uh, he makes his way out of that small panel unit. He sees stormtroopers off to the side. They're about to turn towards him, but then he makes a noise happen off in the distance. They turn towards that. Obi-Wan sneaks off. Uh, we then cut to Han, Luke, Leia, and Chewbacca are now all in a nearby corridor without the stormtrooper garb on. They're all like trying to just dry off from the water and everything. They have uh, the stormtrooper utility belt still on them, yep. um, and uh, along with the weapons and everything. Uh, but the rest of the garb, the, the armor, legs, and all that, they toss they off left. to the side. Um, Chewbacca hears a loud sound nearby of some alarm going off. Uh, it freaks him out, and Han's like, no, no, where, where are you going? Don't, just calm down. He fires a few uh, rounds into the alarm that's going off, and Leia's like, no, what are you doing? Oh, fucking hell. Listen, Flyboy, ba- she's basically chastising him not to do anything rash anymore because this is bullshit. We need to get the fuck out of here and not be fucking cowboys here. And Han's like, look, I don't take orders from you, princess. I don't care about anything but the money. You're going to pay me. And Leia's like, if money's all you care about, then money's all you'll receive. Um, and as uh, Chewbacca leads the group, and as he does, Leia walks by him. He's like, can somebody get this walking carpet out of my way? As she stomps off. Uh, and Han says, no reward is worth this. As it fades to... Um, I think Obi-Wan just walking through the hallway. I think it's more of him walking through the hallway. I think it's uh, him walking through the hallway for a bit, and then he meets up with Darth Vader. Yeah. And we see him walk through a few more hallways and then get down to the main one where he has the fight. Uh, he sees Darth Vader there. He has his lightsaber out before he even gets to Darth Vader. I'm assuming he senses something's about to happen. Right. He gets to that main hallway, sees Darth Vader at the other end of it, lights his lightsaber, 
and they start walking towards each other. And Darth Vader is like, uh, the last time we, you saw me, Obi-Wan, I was but the student. Now I am the master. And, he's, and Obi-Wan responds, only the master of evil, Darth. And then they start s- sparring? Ish. Ish. I mean, it's 1970s sparring, so there isn't much excitement to it. It's just a few parries here and there, uh, blocking a few things. But it's never... Bonk, bonk, bonk. But it's nothing compared to what we get in the prequel or even right. sequel trilogy. It's just very sparse sword fighting. Um, and they're uh, trading blocks and blows every so often, back and forth. Um, I'm pretty sure Vader says you've gotten weak in your old age. Yeah. Uh, cut two. Um, Luke, Leia, Han, and Chewbacca all round a corner. And they're, bam, right in front of a bunch of stormtroopers. Uh, Han and uh, Chewbacca start unloading on their stormtroopers. Those stormtroopers start running over the opposite direction. Han and Chewbacca go running right after them, and uh, Leia and Chewbacca or Leia and uh, Luke, Luke are both like, "What the fuck is going on?" And Luke's like, "I don't know. He's gonna get himself killed." Uh, but we need to go this way because there uh, are more coming this way. Like there's another corridor off right. to the side, so they split up. Chewbacca and Han one way, Luke and Han, Luke and Leia the other way. They go down a corridor, still firing uh, at stormtroopers that are... Luke and Leia go down a corridor, firing at stormtroopers that are following them. They get to a... Uh, um, basically, they run down a hallway and get to, like, a ledge where there's no other walkway to go. They stop, about to fall in, and then see more stormtroopers coming their way. And they're like, oh, we need to close it. Close it. And they're like, we need to prevent it from opening. Luke fires around into the main control panel, preventing it from being opened. Um, and then Leia's like, we need to figure out a way to extend this bridge. And Luke is like, I think I may have just blasted the controls. So, mm, can't do that. Nope. Um, and then, uh, cut to Han still chasing after the stormtroopers. They go, uh, left down another corridor. And in the original trilogy, we just see Han's reaction of him coming down this main corridor and into this room. Uh, he freaks out and like runs in the opposite direction. But in the special edition, we see him turn around the corner and there's just a, a sea of stormtroopers in front of him, along with the ones that he was chasing. Ah. Yes. Ah. He starts running away from them like a motherfucker. Uh, Chewie's trailing behind him. That's how we know. Because uh, Chewie watches him go around the corner, fires a few rounds, screams in peril, then runs back the other way towards Chewbacca. And he's just basically, nope, nope, not that way, and runs away. With Chewbacca. Uh, We see Han, or not Han, but we see Luke and Leia. Uh, Leia is trying to figure out some way to, or no, Luke is trying to figure out some way to get them from one side of the uh, uh, hull area that they're in to the other side. As Leia is taking care of stormtroopers that are now firing at them. We see Luke take some sort of like grappling hook with a bunch of line, unfurls a bunch of it, swings it around, wraps wraps it around a nearby like structure, and swings from one end to the other. Well, gets... Uh, like, grabs a hold of her, and then she kisses him and says, Good for luck. luck. Yeah. Um, they swing from one end to the other right at the last second of the door being opened where they just were. And stormtroopers are starting to come through to try to shoot at Luke and Leia. Cut to uh, Obi-Wan and Vader still, quote-unquote, fighting. Um, not much is happening, just, you know... Obi-Wan, like, spinning his lightsaber yeah. around as Vader tries to jab at him with the sword as they back up. Uh, cut to 
C-3PO and R2 are watching the main hangar where the Millennium Falcon is. 3PO tells them, like, we'll wait for everybody else to show up. Um, cut to a nearby corridor where Han and Chewbacca are. And then here comes Luke and Leia right behind them. All four of them are right there waiting for something to happen. They're like, look, I hope that old man got the tractor beam down. Um, but how are we going to get to the hangar? And Luke is like, I don't know, we'll have to figure out some way to distract him. And right at that instance, we see Obi-Wan and Vader are now fighting in like the main hallway area where the hangar right is. Right beside the hangar. And, and all of the stormtroopers are watching. Yep. And they go towards this fight where it's happening. And uh, Han's like, oh, it looks like we have some luck on our side. As they all run up towards the Millennium Falcon. Um, we see R2 and C-3PO also get onto the ramp into the Millennium Falcon along with Chewbacca, Han. Uh, Leia is the last one before Luke recognizes what's going on at the other end of the corridor where the entrance for the hangar is. He's like, oh, Obi-Wan. And then he sees Obi-Wan and Vader fighting. And he stops. And Obi-Wan stops. Obi-Wan looks to his left, looks at Luke, smiles at Vader, and then shuts off his lightsaber. Right at the same instance, Vader slices Obi-Wan. Strike me down and I'll become even more powerful than you can imagine. Right. Uh, and Vader's like, well, fuck you! You know, everything um, that uh, Obi-Wan was wearing, uh, lightsaber, robe, garb, and everything, dropped to the ground, but no Obi-Wan body. Um, Luke sees this and immediately freaks the fuck out. Screams, no! Yep, and then firing every around. fucking stormtrooper turns around and starts firing at him. Yep, uh, we see Han and Leia trying to return fire to the stormtroopers as they're trying to yell for Luke to get onto the ship. We hear Obi-Wan say, run, Luke, run. He doesn't know where that came from because he just watched uh, Obi-Wan die. die as they get back onto the ship. Um, uh, the, we see Han and Chewbacca fire up the ship and start getting away. Um, they're now into space as... <laughs> I, I don't know if it was just male hubris or uh, just a, uh, a male writer not understanding what's going on, but we have Leia Organa just watched her entire culture and family obliterated in front of her face. And she's con- consoling Luke Skywalker as he sits at the degeneric uh, table. Uh, table. And he just watched one single person, a man he referred to as an old hermit, Somebody, die in front somebody of him. that he's known for an hour. Yes, die in front of him, but she's consoling him. It just always felt weird. Uh, anyway, she, he's saying, I, I just miss him so much or some shit like that. Uh, and right when that happens, we see Han come down from the cockpit. He's like, come on, buddy, we're not out of this just yet. Just yet. He walks up a ladder, and as Luke uh, climbs down another ladder, both in tandem with one another. Yep. Because um, uh, we have guns on the top of the Millennium Falcon, guns on the bottom half of the Millennium Falcon. And we just see them uh, in a firefight with these TIE fighters. Um, they're holding their own for a little bit. They get fired at. Uh, we see a few panels. Uh, we see a few shots hit the Millennium Falcon. A few panels like burst out from like the inside wall of the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Like fires erupt and shit like that. They take out the last... or No, uh, one of my favorite things is it's only because of what Family Guy does. Um, so Luke takes out his first TIE fighter. He yells up to I Han. I got one! And then Han's like, yeah, great kid. Don't get, Don't cocky. get cocky. But Family Guy it's, plays it out similarly. Uh, and then, uh, Peter Griffin's like, great kid. Don't get penis-y. 
<laughs> um, uh, they end up taking out all the uh, TIE fighters and uh, jump the light speed out of there. We, uh, they're in light speed sometime later, or, or right when they jump to light speed. Sorry, there's a small scene. So we see Darth Vader walk up to Grand Moff Tarkin, and he's like, did they do it? And Vader's like, yes, the tracking device is on the Millennium Falcon. We should know the, the location of the hidden rebel base very shortly. And we see Grand Moff Tarkin nod, uh, cut to them now in hyperspace as they're traveling to wherever the rebel hidden base is. And uh, Han is trying to charm his way into Leia's good graces. He's like, not a bit of bad flying, is it? And Leia's like, I don't know. They clearly let us go. And Han's like, let us go? Lady, did you just see what we did? They didn't let us go. I got us out of there. You're crazy. And Leia's like, whatever. I just hope whatever uh, R2 has in him will help us figure out a way to destroy that Death Star. And Han's like, what's so important about him? He's like, don't. And Leia's like, don't worry about it. And Han's like, look, lady, I don't give a shit about any of this. I just want to be paid. And Leia's like, fine, you'll be paid. Just get out of my face or some shit like that. As she storms off, uh, Luke looks at Leia and Han. And as she leaves completely, she's like, some friend you got here. wonder if he cares about anything or anyone as she walks away. Mm. And Luke's like, well, I do. Luke sits behind, beside uh, Han as he's just like sulking from being in a yelling match with Leia. And uh, Luke is like, so, what do you think about her? And Luke is like, I, I'm some woman. And Han's like, I don't know. Do you ever think uh, a guy like me and a girl like her, and before you even can finish it, Luke's like, no, I don't. And Han just smiles at Luke, and Luke smiles at Han. Um, basically, Luke's got a thing for Leia, doesn't want Han to get in the way. Right. Um, cut to end of Empire, and it tends, or end of Jedi, and it tends to get a little icky. Yeah. Uh, what is the next scene? I think they're on Yavin 4. Yep. And the plans are pulled out of the... Uh, R2 unit. R2 Leia unit. is being hugged by General Dodonna. She's like, I, feel th- I feared the worst whenever I heard about Alderaan. And we see just the plans being downloaded from the R2 unit. And we see General Dodonna in front of a whole commission of people of different rebel... Uh, X-Wing fighters, Y-Wing fighters, A-Wing fighters, the whole nine yards. And he's just laying out, like, look, the plans lay out that there is a small exhaust port in the back of the Death Star that, le- that a trench leads up to it, and with a well-placed shot, uh, will start a chain, chain reaction, reaction and blow, it blow the fuck up. Blow up the Death Star. Pretty much everything that uh, Galen Erso said in Rogue One. And... One of the pilots is like, well, but that's impossible. Mm. It's only, what, like two meters or something? Yeah. And then Luke, sitting there now in rebel gear, like rebel pilot gear, is like, well, that's not that bad. Like, I used to bust womp rats in my old T-16 at home. They're not much bigger than two meters. And the guy's like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, look at me. I'm fucking good at everything. My name's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> 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 it's like you've you've literally been here for 10 minutes you haven't even flown a mission yet and you're telling me that you can fucking do it whatever <laughs> if that was you me cocky piece of shit if that was me i would have interrupted the entire meeting i would have stood up and be like who the fuck is this <laughs> who is this guy <laughs> telling me i can hit th- something from two meters or something that's only two meters wide fuck him skywalker sky suck my dick walker <laughs> 
Eat a bat, a whole bag of dicks. <laughs> I swear to Christ, we're we're betting everything on this kid. <laughs> Has he, have you come, kid? Have you uh, slept with a woman at all? No. Then shut up. But I got a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, um, uh, we cut to everybody getting fucking ready, just, uh, ready for the final battle of this movie. Uh, we see that the Death Star is now within orbiting space of Yavin 4. The only thing is that they, they landed on the other side of the sun for Yavin 4, so they basically have to move around for story reasons like a planet would, even though they got there by hyperspace, which a planet, whatever. For story reasons, they need to take time from getting one to one side of the uh, sun for Yavin 4 to the to other the side, and it's got to build the tension, whatever the fuck. But they are there within the system. They know where the rebel base is, Yavin 4. Um, we see the uh, rebel command get the same uh, alert saying that the Death Star is now within Yavin's space, whatever the fuck, mm. saying that the Empire is nearby. Um, we see everybody starting to get ready. We see Y wings getting powered up. We see X wings getting powered up. We see we see A wings in the hangar, but they don't show up in this sequence. It's just Y wings and right. X wings, for whatever reason. And we also see Han loading up his money. His money. Yep. And uh, Luke's like, "What are you doing? You, you're a good pilot. We could use you here." And Han's like, "I don't know what the fuck you're doing. This is fucking suicide." I ain't trying to kill myself, or I'm not trying to die. I'm going to go pay back Jabba, and... Yeah, I've got some debts I need to settle. Life's going to be good again. I can be a a spice runner, and I don't have to fucking worry about this (laughs) fucking crazy-ass empire bullshit. Uh, And Luke's like, you know what? Whatever. Fine. You do you, Han. That's what you're best at. And then as Luke is walking away, Han's like, hey, kid, may the force force be with you. Yep. Uh, as he's walking away, Leia sees him. He's like, Luke, what's wrong? And he's like, oh, Han. And Leia's like, look, he's going to be his own man. He's got to do his own thing. Just don't worry about him. You got something bigger to focus, deal with. Focus on what you're doing, Mr. Womp Rat T-16 <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I heard about the meeting. I was just fucking right over there in the corner. I heard the guy chastise you. You haven't come yet? Why are you here? <laughs> what kind of man are you? <laughs> Jedi. Oh, yeah, you're a Jedi, all right. <laughs> um, he saunters off, and he meets up with his old friend, Biggs Darklighter. That's his name? Yep. Um, now, there is a deleted scene in A New Hope that was never made it into the special edition, or any edition, for that matter. It is a scene, um, uh, it's the first scene we get of Luke before we meet him at the moisture farm. It is. Uh, it was supposed to be a small scene after the droids escape and before princess leia gets after apprehended on the blockade runner it was supposed to be luke going to tossy station to meet up with his friends and biggs Darklighter was going to be one of those friends there along with a few others right and it's just a small little scene and we we it's a scene that we introduced luke skywalker along with biggs and a few other people but they also see up above them a big battle the battle happening, happening in what space. you see at the beginning of the movie of the blockade runner being pursued by the empire's uh star destroyer but that that's where you would have first that's where that scene him meeting up with Biggs would have gotten paid off was in this this scene this right deleted here. scene but it doesn't really matter because it's just a small little character who ends up dying within like fucking five minutes right um, but he's like oh Biggs I told you I'd make it uh, and uh, as they're uh, very happy to see one another the red leader comes up and he's like look I know you don't know how to come but 
are you sure you can handle this? And Big Dark's like, he's like, look, he, he's, he's, he's a good friend of mine. And trust me when I say he knows how to come. <laughs> he can fly. <laughs> My name is Big's Dark Lighter. Big's Dark Lighter. Big's. <laughs> Dark Cider was my was my former name, but I thought whenever I joined the Rebels, I should rebrand myself because I didn't want everybody to know just how many loads I've taken. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, um, uh, the the Red Leader is like, all right, fine, I believe you. Uh, they hop into their X wings, and we hear someone. Uh, say, hey, this R2 unit's getting a little uh, beat up. Do you want a new one? And R- Luke is like, no, I don't. And uh, right at that same instance, we hear R2 chirp. I can only imagine. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Have you even come yet? <laughs> and the human's like, yeah, I have come. Well, still, fuck you! <laughs> uh, we see R2 being lowered into the X-Wing. Um, we just see uh, just a plethora of scenes of just them powering up their X-Wings, Y-Wings, everybody getting ready. Uh, we see them being uh, leaving the, uh, which is uh, Inca pyramids that we see that the Yavin mm-hmm. 4 base is a part of. We see them uh, sailing up into the sky and then into space. And we see that iconic shot of like the red, uh, I think it's just Yavin. Because the planet that they're on is Yavin 4. So it's one of the moons of Yavin. I think they yeah. just pass in front of Yavin. It's like this big red planet that they pass in front of. It's really a spellbinding shot of just the red mixed with like the grays and uh, blacks and everything that's going on with the TIE Fighters. Or not the TIE Fighters, but the X-Wings and the Y-Wings and all that. Mm-hmm. So they strafe across, heading towards the Death Star. And it's just... Uh, Huge fucking battle takes place. We see, uh, so the X wings are supposed to be support fire for the Y wings, which are carrying are, the bombs, who are supposed to be making the trench run and uh, try to blow up the Death Star themselves. So we see of uh, several. Uh, Gold leader is the head of the Y wings. Red leader is the head of the Red wing, or the uh, X wings. Um, uh, Luke Skywalker's uh, call sign is Red Five. Porkins is, and I only mention it because we get him in like a split seconds before he fucking dies. Is clearly the only person that is fat besides Jabba, because you never see another fat person in this universe whatsoever, fucking ever. Um, well, except for Snap Wexley, and that's much later in right. the other movies. Um, we see the Y Wings dive into the trench as the X Wings are strafing across the uh, surface of the Death Star, just taking out guns that are, are mounted throughout the entire surface of the Death Star. Um, we see panic starting to happen inside the Death Star because they have brought. Not just the people that are going to be making the trench run, but X-Wings. Uh, a bunch of X-Wings to take out uh, guns that are littered. Protecting the, the trench. Yes. I think it's just a series of that. Of them trying to make a trench run. Uh, we see X-Wings come in, take out a bunch of guns. We see uh, someone approach Darth Vader saying, hey... Uh, we have about 30 fighters out there. What the fuck are we going to do? Uh, we can't just ban guns. And then Darth Vader's like, well, send out a, a batch of TIE fighters. Tell them to take out the X-Wings, and then the manned guns will be able to take out the Y-Wings. Uh, we see that happen. We see X-Wings, or not X-Wings, but we see TIE fighters come into the fray, uh, fray um, take out X, uh, X-Wings left and right. We see uh, Porkins, who we just get introduced to him before he dies. He's like, Porkins, cover me. 
And then at that same instance, they tell Porkins, no, pull up. And then uh, he gets shot at, fires, crashes into the fucking surface of the Death Star. And, uh, like, I mean, I know it was the 70s, but, like, why you gotta name a fat character Porkins? <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> you could have you named him Steve. Like, cover me, Steve. Okay. <laughs> Boom. It's the equivalency of naming a gay character Cocksmoker. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, but yeah, and with the, ty- with the or, introduction of the Hey, have players, you met my really skinny female friend, Bully McBetty? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, come on. Right. Come on, Star Wars, be better than that. <laughs> right. Porkins. <laughs> Oh, uh, we uh, the Tie Fighters start taking out people left and right. We see big. Stuff. Now, see, it has nothing to do with the fact that he's fat. Like he just likes pork rinds. Yeah, he just eats pork rinds all the time, so they call him Porkins. <laughs> yeah, his real name is like Smith or something. Yeah, it's this affectionate nickname given to him by by his squadron that he right. saved a hundred times over, and they call him Porkins, even though he saved their asses numerous times. You know, like, look at. Porkins. It's, well, it's not. It's not like that. It's like Porkins. <laughs> like, hey, you always eat pork rinds. See, we notice you. <laughs> right. <laughs> every every little gas stop or every little gas station that we go to, whenever we you know stop to fuel up our <laughs> our, our X wings, <laughs> you always go in and get some pork rinds. <laughs> Remember <laughs> at his funeral, it's like that scene from uh, what was it? The beginning uh, or no? End of Wrath of Khan. Uh, whenever <laughs> Spock dies, <laughs> and they just have the like the little missile tube right there. It's just for Porkins. They just fill it up with pork with rinds. Pork rinds. <laughs> These will find him in his next life. <laughs> right. Um. Uh. So the battle scene. Uh. We see Tie Fighters taking out X Wings left and right. We see uh, Biggs at one point. He's being trailed by an X or by a Tie Fighter. He's like, I can't see it. It's closing in on me and then we see uh luke come in take out the tie fighters uh tells luke thanks um battle continues we see y wings starting to make their trench run they start uh using the navigation computer in the whole nine yards um and then at that same instance we see darth vader uh being approaching two tie fighter pilots he's like look you guys are gonna stay with me a few of the x-wings are broken away from the main group we need to take them out as quickly as possible he ushers them away we then cut to a uh, big dark lighter being shot at, and then his entire rig just explodes around him. He's dead. See the Y wings starting to make their uh, final approach towards the exhaust port. Uh, at this point, most of the Tie Fighters are gone, uh-huh. uh, and it's just the X wings uh, with a few of the Y wings. We see the X wings just starting to be taken out left and right by Darth Vader and his two Tie Fighters. They dive into the trench, following the Y wings. And uh, it looks like the we see two of the Y-Wings that are in this group. It's just a group of three. Two of the Y-Wings get taken out by Darth Vader and his two uh, TIE Fighters. And at the last second, when they're about to take out the, the lead guy, he fires two rounds towards the exhaust port and pulls up before Darth Vader can kill him, which is gold leader. He makes it. Um, uh, and we see the, the two missiles go into the, the exhaust port and then explode. And we see inside the, uh, Death Star and we see some explosions happen, but nothing else. And we hear on the comm unit, like, and we see in the main Rebel Command unit, it's like, look, did anything happen? And the gold leader's like, negative, it just 
punctured the surface. Nothing happened. I didn't. I didn't actually hit the target. Right. Um, we see Wedge Antilles also being fired upon, and his uh, ship is basically short circuiting at this point. Luke tells him to get the fuck out of here. You know, use, um, bitch, uh, get out of here. Um, go leader. Mine's still fine. I guess you don't need to know how to come to know how to fly. <laughs> Me. Right. Uh, we see Gold Leader, I think, also being shot at. He's like, I can get out of here. I'm, gonna, I'm toast. And uh, Luke says, all right, get out of here. I'll make the final trench run. We see Luke dive into the tr- uh, trench. Uh, I don't think anybody's with him. I think it's just him. Yeah, it's just him. Uh, I'm making the final trench run. And uh, we see uh, Darth Vader closely behind him. He's like, oh, the Force is strong with this one. And we see like the X-Wing almost in the view to be shot at. And we see Luke getting closer and closer. We see him turn on his navigational system. That same instance we hear Obi-Wan say, trust the Force, Luke. And he shuts it off. They say. They ask him, like, what the fuck? Hey, we just saw you shut off your targeting system. Like, what's going on? He's like, I'm going to wing it. Yeah. And they're like, um. <laughs> Off mic, they're just like, did you hear no cum boy's going to wing that shit? <laughs> like, he's, he's going to fucking what? Okay, I guess. And you see he gets in the view of the target finder again, and you hear Darth Vader say, I have you now, as it starts to get closer to, and closer. As you hear like a of yeah. it being ready right on to top. fire yeah. on. And then out of nowhere, a TIE fighter next to him explodes. And you hear, yeah! <laughs> it hits uh, Darth Vader and runs into the other TIE fighter. The other TIE fighter explodes and Vader just like spins off. Barrel rolls out into space. <laughs> and we just hear inside of his cockpit like, <laughs> <laughs> and then we hear Han Solo is like, all right, kid, let's blow this thing and get out of here. He fires uh, uh, two bombs. They go off. Into the main shaft of the Death Star, they peel the, the fuck out. As of the Darth, or as the Death Star is powering up, and you hear the the and they're in view of, of Yavin Four, about to blow it the fuck up. And within the last few seconds, we hear the Death Star power up. We see all the energy beams uh, come together, start to come together, and then boom, we just see the Death Star explode into nothingness, uh, right at the last possible fucking second, because uh, they were about to be obliterated. Cut to they. Uh, Everyone has now landed. Luke, Han, the other uh, X-Wing fighters, Gold Leader, all of them. Wedge and Gold Leader because they're like the only guys that survived. Um, uh, And uh, fucking celebrations are at hand. Everybody's cheering. Everybody's happy. Luke pops down. He's like, I did it. (laughs) Yeah, and we see, uh, (laughs) I'm now on the (laughs) Cumboy. That's his call sign for the next couple movies. Um, he drops down from his X-Wing, uh, and Leia's there to congratulate him, and then Han comes running up, he's like, yeah, I, or Luke, as Han comes running up, he's like, yeah, I knew you wouldn't leave us, and Han's like, I wouldn't leave you to have all the glory, now would I, kid? They all hug each other and, like, saunter away and shit. Cut to, uh, a, a medal ceremony. Everybody's there, all the rebel officers, troopers, everybody. Leia, General Dodonna, 3PO, R2-D2. Doors open, and in walks Han Solo, Chewbacca, and Luke Skywalker, all in like, well, everyone but Han Solo and Chewbacca. So, just Luke 
is in new garb that looks fresh and clean and yep. respectable. Han is just in his regular Han clothes. <laughs> and Chewie is just wearing his hair. <laughs> right. Uh, they come walking up. They're all being congratulated by everybody in the room. They step in front of uh, Leia. She gives Han and Luke a medal as uh, 3PO and R2-D2 come into frame, congratulating each other. Now, for whatever reason, no one thought maybe give the Wookiee a medal. Yeah. Uh, even though he's walking down with them. Fucking second class citizen. Right. Doesn't get no fucking medal. No. He just looks at her and like, the fuck, bitch? Now, in the comics, they do eventually give him a medal. <laughs> yes. And um, they write it off as, well, he was too tall. Right. So she couldn't put a medal over his they head. They do eventually Because apparently, Wookiees don't know how to bend. Right. <laughs> And Whatever. they turn around, Chewbacca growls or like yells yippee and Wookiee, and everybody starts clapping, and then da 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 da, da, da and the, there's the credits. And written and directed by George Lucas. This movie is what started it all for me. I mean, fucking look around me. It is what yeah, started this entire mania. It's everywhere. <laughs> uh, this movie, uh, so let's get to a Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie. Um, so the, obviously this is done way after, uh, A New Hope came out. It's on Rotten Tomatoes. So the critic score for Rotten Tomatoes is 93%. The audience score is 96%. Um, we are going to do the difference between 2022 dollars and 1977 dollars. Uh, but the budget for this movie was 11 million dollars. Um, Opening weekend made $1.6 million, domestically $461. million in $1977. Uh, internationally, $195.8 million. Uh, altogether in 1977, uh, $775.4 million. Um, and then uh, from now to 2022, uh, at a 377.1% increase, budget $52.5 million. Opening weekend, $7.6 million. Domestically, $2.2 billion. Internationally, $934.2 million. Altogether, for just the one movie, $3.7 billion. I think those numbers might be wrong. I'll just check them out. I might have wrote them wrong. Um, but yeah, this movie is fucking brilliant. I love this movie. I love all these movies. Um, as I've said before, we will talk about our rankings once we get to uh, Rise of Skywalker. We'll get to all our rankings and all that and mm -hmm. deal with it then. But I really enjoyed this movie. Yes, it is. Like you said, it's what started it all. Everything, whenever yeah. It, whenever it comes to this universe. And I mean, even while it was being made, nobody thought this movie would be amount to anything. And it's a cultural touchstone, this movie is. Like, I judge people that have... I judge people that haven't watched Star Wars before. Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it, you don't have to like it. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you have to like it. I'm just saying, if you haven't seen Star Wars in any iteration, I'm just like, what are you doing with your life? Well, she hasn't seen the episodic stuff. Okay. She's watched The Mandalorian okay. and some of Obi-Wan with me. Then that makes up for it. Um... But outside of all that, and me chastising Ryan, that is pretty much all I got for this week. And that's all I've got. Make sure to comment, rate, subscribe. Tell us what you think about A New Hope. And come boy. And come boy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that he used to uh, target womp rats in his T-16 back home? Because I have my doubts.
<laughs> right. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Nerdinian. You can also follow me on both those platforms at That Wanker. You can also follow us on TikTok as well at Nerdinian. We just post clips of the podcast on TikTok. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty oh, I also have a new one to add to. Um, if you are into all things nerd, you may also be into D and D. If you would like to tune in to my D and D sessions, we stream them now. Oh really? Uh, yes, on Twitch, Wolf Den D and D. Okay. All one word: W O L F D N D N D. Okay. The letters. Okay. So you can uh, tune in. Uh, we stream Saturday nights, so feel free to tune in and uh, say hello. Yes. Uh, check all that out. I'm sure it'll be a great time to watch uh, a bunch of people watch, uh, play D and D. That's a huge thing. Like I just started a subscription with uh, Dropout, the mm-hmm. people that used to run College Humor. Mm-hmm. Um, they have brilliant fucking shows on there, like Game Changers, um, Make Some Noise. Those are the ones I mainly watch. Mm-hmm. But they also have a bunch of like D and D type. Uh, campaigns that they have on there as well. And they're fun to watch. So I implore everybody, if you haven't uh, done so at, uh, at all, watched any of the D&D campaigns of any kind, uh, go and watch Wolf Den D&D. It'll be fucking brilliant. Anyway, uh, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, then you'll never make it through the night. It's all in the reflexes. <laughs>